There can be no other than to seven burn three. No need to change. Keep it tuned to CV. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning to life. Good morning. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM, your station. City FM 97.3 Jamaica Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me Follow me Oh my Unleashing the power of the This is City 97.3 Show. Rise above the noise. I can never ever please you. I spent a long time running scared. Couldn't receive it, you would never ever leave me. Didn't know that you would call me friend. But now your grace for me is ever chasing me. The possibility of ever letting go. And you're not mad at me. No, you're not mad at me. You're madly in love with me. You love me madly, madly, madly. City FM, the City Breakfast Show. On the last day of the month of January. It's also midweek. So we are on different tracks. While January is coming to an end, the week is coming to a peak. Well, that's how things work. You can have two tracks at the same time and still manage them effectively. Beautiful reggae track. Israel Huting says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. All the days of my life. Alright, so business sense this morning, reflections with Selom. I was talking to Selom Adade for a couple of days ago, who's the MTNCU, and he says that one of the most difficult decisions they had to take during COVID-19 was to understand what to let go of. Because they realized they couldn't do everything. So when things are tough, there are some things that you have to let go. Now the question is, what system have you put in place? 
to decide what you can do without. Now, people can give you a list of what they want. People can write a list of what they like to see in their lives. But how many people can write what they want to do without? So as we finish January and enter February, I'm sure there are a couple of things that happen in January that you want to do without. There are some people you want to do without. There are some people whose company you want to avoid. There are some habits you want to stop. So that's the focus for the month. It's not just what you want to see. We like to pray 2024 is a year of this or a year of that. Well, what do you want to stop doing in the next month? That's the question. Now, for everything you get, you have to give up something. For everything you get, you have to give up something. And sometimes the more important the gift ahead, the weightier the thing you must lose. Now, don't just write it. Think about it. Think about it. Oh, yes. Count the cost of what you would lose to gain what you really want. As a reflection for the morning, Business Sense brought to you by ADB. Give us a call on 0302-210-210. Let's offer you a better deal. A variety of personal loans, including top-ups, at significantly reduced interest rates. We are the People's Bank, ADB, Truly, Agric, and more. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Undisputed champion. Nobody can do what I've done. Nobody feel crash, no mind. Nobody do pass, no mind. Nobody feel chance, no mind. Till I say they don't dance, no mind. They don't dance, no mind. Till I say they don't dance. Yo, which kind, which crap, which kind juju Can't make you do the things you do Girls go gaga, guys go cuckoo When you ride the tracks and go choo-choo You who came in the game just like moo-moo Now you jump in the game, it's like foo-foo Which food do make the flow proper? Which medicine man or which doctor? No shisha, no shekbe Hey, me your repetite My time is prime, I'm like keke Just jeje making my pepe No obstacle or no hindrance No gate in front of my entrance No no roadblock. In a matter of time, I'm gon' blow up. Nobody can do what I've done. Nobody feel crash. Nobody do pass. Nobody feel chance. Nobody like say they don't dance. Nobody they don't dance. Nobody like say they don't dance. Every time I grab the mic, I know my flow insane like a psycho. Flow so fat it's needing lipo. Flow so hard it burns on pyro. Undisputed, that's the title, top of the continent like Cairo, even down south I rock like Pito, I'm too bad I'm bad like Michael, am I about to change the game two times, haters can't kiss between my two thighs, chop boys rising with the new guys, anything I can do they do twice, anybody else will need a few tries, some say they better than me is suicide, anyone who can use their two eyes, no city no go fit my shoes 
exercise Cause I I'm, I'm the spirit of champion Nobody can do what I've done Nobody can crash your mind Nobody to pass your mind Nobody can chance your mind Feel like say they don't last your mind They don't last your mind Feel like say they don't last me Alright, so getting straight to the news about review brought to you by Total Energies. The Cup Africa Cup of Nations is full of thrills and spills. The final eight have been decided. But on your side, you can drive to selected service stations, continue the year with lots of amazing giveaways. From selected Total Energy service stations, instantly win amazing branded souvenirs. Let's celebrate the passion of African football together. Follow our social media page. Total Energies GH for more information. And get a loan of up to 450,000 CDs from Fidelity Bank. Get rewarded. Switch your existing salary loan to us. Or get a new personal loan and enjoy the lowest fixed interest rate. A two-month repayment holiday in, this, in January. And guaranteed fixed monthly repayments. Call 0800-003355 or walk into any branch of Fidelity Bank today. Nathan Kwao and Richard Sky are here with a newspaper review. Good morning, gentlemen. Hello, Good morning. It's funny. Nathan has his Hair, Sky has shaved everything off. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> Nathan is wearing a normal shirt. Sky is wearing an African shirt. Yeah. You know, everybody. Yeah. Nathan is wearing a watch. Sky is not wearing a watch. No, no, no. Sky is wearing a mask. Nathan is not wearing a mask. No, everything is different. Yeah. Every, but both of you are big men. That's the only thing that's the Thank same. Thank you. Sky is a big man. You know, it's bigger. When all of you know day, that we went at the chalk, my big man. The Daily Graphic says this morning, two and a half years after moving traders, Agbogloshi land lies waste. Open defecation, refuse dumping take over. And there's an overhead shot, uh, apparently with a drone uh, of this particular space. Pristia Bogosumai not under care and maintenance. Uh, that's coming in from the Minerals Commission. The Ghana Health Service, uh, or is it GHS, yes. and Interpol chase steady leave defaulters and indigenous businesses critical to economic revival, according to former President John Dramani Mahama. All right, the Ghanaian Times says, fight against corruption. OSP's powers must expand to ensure effective corruption fight. That's coming from the special prosecutor. Okay. Another story is two locked up 45 years for robbing banker at gunpoint. Minerals Commission promises to uh, protect Pristia Bogoso mine and jobs. A new subing parliamentary candidate elect sets record vows to increase votes for the NPP. And the back page of the Ghanaian Times has um, the AFCON rap. They talk about Cote d'Ivoire and Cape Verde. Of course, they didn't talk about South Africa doing a number on Morocco yeah, last that came night. in very, very late. Yeah, indeed. Quite... There's a disturbing story on the front page of the Herald. Former second lady falls victim to armed robbery. Mm. But the police are tight-lipped on the matter, according to the Herald newspaper. Also on the front page this morning, NDC discredits Bosmanasari's claims on new voting date. Mm. MPP is playing the ostrich according to this paper acp agojo reveals defense minister orchestrated his prosecution and is calling adam bona as witness mm. and bemboachi takes dig at gra boss over sml letter to president akufuado and says president was insulted okay the new finder says econo um, economic confidence rebounds with strong consumer 
and business sentiments. That's according to a BOG survey. Mm. We must trust state institutions to fight corruption. That's coming from the chief of staff. The CPI says anti-corruption fight showing no improvement. And Guta says mishandling of Mali, Burkina, Niger could spark food insecurity. Hmm. Let me take you to the Republic Press. Cecilia Dapaz woes not over as Yoko commences probe. Also, Kesia Jebeng replies critics as he defends office against scrapping calls. Hmm. These scrapping calls. Hmm. Also on the front page this morning, we are told that Ghana is not making any real progress in the area of fighting corruption. We have stagnated. Okay. And some other stories here, including driver jailed 15 years for defiling minor in church. Can you imagine that? Stabbing. The mm. Chronicle says, Dampari deepens police-military relations with support of GIS, GNFS prisons and customs. Minerals Commission speaks on Pristia Bogosu Mines Buhaha and Jinapur hosts U.S. diplomats over climate matters. And there's another story on the front page of the Chronicle. Burkina Mali Niger exit slap in the face of ECOWAS? question. Hmm. The new publisher says Okuje to Ablakwa calls for GFA probe. Pep Guardiola and Mourinho can't save black stars. Hmm. The system is a, a rotten system. And it's all about chop chop. That's what the paper is saying here this morning, quoting the member of parliament for the uh, what's the name of his constituency? Well, uh, uh, who, who are you referring to? Oh, not not Tong, right? Not yes, 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 not Tong. He's firing on all cylinders. Buntumi mm. is running to Antoine Shrine, we are told. And some other stories here on the front page. Well, the Ghanaian publisher has a lot of the other stories on the uh, front page. The chief of staff talking about corruption. Minerals Commission is here. And then the um, uh, land minister discussing okay. climate action with some uh, mm. U U.S. diplomats. The inquisitor right. says um, excessive noise at Laboni. Mm. 355 lounge in Con Games, hmm. as Ladma allegedly lies to Greater Accra Regional Minister. Hmm. Also, uh, Petroleum Economist touts SML's integrity. Uh, yeah, KB. And Patrick Boama highlights achievements at acclamation. Mm. Mm -hmm. And if you go to the BNFT, we're told that COVID-19 presented greatest risk to MTN's business. At that level, the man you quoted much earlier. Mm -hmm. Also, BOG signals continued liquidity sterilization efforts and uh pristia bogoso mines future hangs right. in the back quick online wrap some george to parliament diary boss has no contract declare him persona non grata also we won't support ec's quest to change 2024 poll date to november this is the ndc muhammad to Ghanaians, take the money but vote according to the state of the economy other <laughs> stories ex quit exit of experience mps will affect parliament henry court is speaking GFA apologizes to Ghanaians, accepts responsibility for Afcon exit. And then VAT on electricity, government to hold extensive dialogue with organized labor. I'll run through a few websites quickly. My Joe Online, anti-corruption, take the bull by the horns, not by its tail. This is domestic to government. Also, people are not ready to report corrupt activities. This is Deputy AG. And then Chuan Ebois says, Ghana judiciary is strong and independent. And other stories, soldier in trouble over alleged 136,000 recruitment scam. And Queen Mother in court over 93,000 enlistment scam. Charlie, <laughs> Queen Mother soldier all doing scam. Allegedly. In other stories on infrastructure, Afenia residents expressed frustration over poor road conditions. Sky, yes, there are so many people talking about roads. On city, mm. the people who use the Pokwasi to your road, mm. all that side, they complain about the road mm -hmm. construction. Horrifying. And its effect. Afenia residents are saying their roads in bad condition. Mm -hmm. If you go to Star FM, roads in Krobo. 
or Krobo neglected because we don't vote for MPP. This is Mahama talking. So also roots matter. Adras Afo says, I won't contest Domi Kwabinya as independent and Dampare named among 100 most reputable Africans. Those are some of the stories making the rounds. Mm. Uh, let's get into the details. Okay, now if you go to page 9 mm. of the Ghanaian Times, the special prosecutor is speaking. Mm -hmm. Now he says his office or the OSP mm -hmm. must be, uh, its powers must be expanded. Now he said caused by a section of the public uh, for the OSP or the office of the pro special prosecutor to be scrapped were unwholesome mm -hmm. as this could hinder the country's fight against corruption. According to him, an objective evaluation of the attempts to unfairly and unjustly discredit the OSP and its principal officers depended on whether mm. a person and his associates were at the short end of an investigation carried out by the office. Now, he was speaking mm -hmm. at a roundtable discussion organized by the CDD in partnership with the University of Ghana Business School on Monday on the theme, New Frontiers in Ghana, State Capture and Corruption, Implications for Ghana mm. and Africa. You know, the latest anti-corruption ranking has also <coughs> been released. Yes. Ghana hasn't done any much better. Yes. That's on page, is it page three? Yeah, page, page three, three of the Republic Press. Mm. And they say Ghana has been ranked 70th out of 180 countries in terms of corruption, according to the latest Corruption Perception Index released by the Transparency International. Mm. Now, the country received a score of 43 out of 100, which is the same score mm. it received in 2020. Well, there's a number of stories about corruption i wanted to bring you the deputy ag says that ghanaians are not willing mm -hmm. to report corrupt activities now this is a very interesting uh, statement he's making mm -hmm. deputy ag Boa has attributed the prevalence of corruption in the country to the populace's reluctance to report and divulge information related to corrupt activities to state institutions according to him both the giver and the receiver of bribes are aware that they could be prosecuted for their involvement in the act that's the hesitancy to report such incidents. Now, Chief of Staff was speaking about corruption as well mm. on some front pages. And you were reading from my, my journal online. Now, I wanted to just give you two related stories. So, soldier in trouble over alleged 136,000 recruitment scam. Mm -hmm. And then Queen Mother, also in trouble for uh, another recruitment scam. Mm -hmm. I don't even get it. So, the soldier's story is here. And it says that uh, a 36-year-old military officer has appeared before an Accra Security Court for allegedly collecting 136,000 cities from 22 people with the assurance of enlisting them to Ghana's security services. Clement Ayoma, charged with defrauding by false pretense, pleaded not guilty. The facts of the case are given. Then on the same website, you have a queen mother mm -hmm. of all people, Luskai, a queen mother <laughs> also doing wagadri with people. <laughs> and she, in this time, took 93,000 cities. This is a GNA story. A queen mother, Jewel Okwe Prempe, who allegedly collected 93,000 cities to enlist 15 applicants into Ghana's security services mm. and other institutions, but failed, has been arraigned. Appearing before an Accra Security Court, Jewel pleaded not guilty to default frauding by false pretenses. You see, this whole recruitment of people into our security Charlie? services has become one major canker that is creating all kinds of problems. You know, you don't hear that they are, they are enlisting. These days, you don't we hear don't hear. Uh, you don't hear anything. You oh, you see, people are inside. People are inside. I mean, maybe the, the security should services should make it more transparent. They should have a system where we will all know. Maybe yeah, they can say on 15 July every year, mm -hmm. we will put the official information in the daily graphic and the Ghanaian Times. Yes. Do you get it? Mm -hmm. So that everybody knows that this is where they will do it. Because when you keep the thing secret, so, then people will now do those things. That's what is happening. Queen Mother, soldier, all defrauding people. But, but I think it also Allegedly. speaks to the unemployment 
Yes, the desperation. The desperation. desperation. So people will do anything just to find yeah. a job that assures them. Which is why income. the security agencies themselves must find a more transparent way of doing this. But they themselves, the people managing it, are, are allegedly part of the problem. That's the whole story. Anyway, let me take you to this story that also is related in a way. GHS, Interpol, Chase, mm. Steadily Defaulted. That story is on page 13 of the Daily Graphic. Mm. And it's by Nana Kunidu Ajiman in Parliament House. It says the Ghana Health Service is working with Interpol to identify and freeze health workers who were granted steady leave with pay to pursue programs outside the country but failed to return mm. to our country to serve Charlie. their bond terms on completion of their courses. Now, the move is aimed at compelling those beneficiaries to refund the salaries they enjoyed to enable them to undertake their studies in right. and outside. Let's run through a quick few quick stories, Nathan. Let's well, page three of uh, the Ghanaian Times, they have some crime stories. This one says, two locked up 45 years for robbing banker mm. at gunpoint. And it says Benjamin Abouaji has been sentenced to 35 years um, imprisonment by the Adenta Circuit Court for robbing a bank at gunpoint. Mm. So, and it goes on to provide the details what they stole and how they were arrested uh, by the police. Uh, let me take you to the Herald newspaper related story because they are saying on the front page this morning the former second lady um, of the Republic, uh, Matilda Emisasa, has fallen victim to armed robbery. The story says in early December 2023, a troubling incident unfolded at the residence of Matilda Emisasa the former second lady of the republic of ghana hmm. when armed rob an armed robber managed to breach the security measures in place now the assailant marched and armed entered the tesano house of the former first lady uh second lady in accra during the night despite the presence of a significant uh number of policemen at the place now hmm. according to family sources the lone robber confronted mrs emisa Arthur. Hmm grabbing the neck of the widow of the late ex-vice president Kwesi Ebisa Asa mm -hmm. and demanding money and jewelry. Now succumbing to the threat, the former second lady mm -hmm. handed over an estimated 3,000 US dollars to the assailant hmm. who subsequently fled the yeah. scene. Now the release of the money by the former second lady hmm. was for her to gain her wow. freedom. This is a troubling story. Yeah, the story is quite yeah. Dis yeah. Dis I mean, disturbing. And it, I think the whole point is about security mm -hmm. issues and mm -hmm. how people are not spared mm -hmm. from these kinds of mm -hmm. things. Mm. Meanwhile, if you go back to the Chronicle, the Chronicle page two, the mm. Minerals Commission is here and it says neither itself nor the Ministry of Lands and Natural Resources mm -hmm. has received a formal application or request from mm -hmm. FGR Bogosu Pristia Limited, mm -hmm. the operators of the Pristia Bogosu mines, to put the mine under care and maintenance. Now, a spokesperson for the Senior Staff Association of the Mines, MacDonald Hickson, had in an interview described the performance of F FGR as nothing to write home about mm -hmm. since FGR was appointed by the president to manage the mine six years now, ago. Now, two NDC MPs are in the news. Samuel George says GRA boss has no contract declaring persona non grata. A 20-second question led to a one-hour discussion about the age of the GRA boss. An MP for Ningo Pram Pram is calling on parliament to declare the commissioner-general of the GRA, Reverend Dr. Mishada Uswamua, persona non grata. He argues that the GRA boss has had no contract with the government after reaching a retirement age, suggesting he is working illegally. Another MP is also talking about Yes, Blackwa is quoted in the new publisher as saying that the... Um the, the GFA people, there's yes. so much rot here. So there's a quote here from the story. Mm. When you admit that you have done wrong mm -hmm. and you open yourself up for new ideas, you mm -hmm. get better results. Mm. Why are FA officials in Ghana behaving like demigods? Mm. They always look for others to blame. This time, let's blame the coach. 
that's what they are doing now he's basically saying that look there's so much corruption so much rot so much chop chop mm-hmm. at the gfa that we cannot get a better result well he this. said this be- even if we have Guardiola and uh, yeah yeah he's, he's, he said this before the gfa's comments so if you go to city sports gfa apologizes to Ghanaians accepts responsibility for Black Stars early AFCON exit. Now, an interesting stuff. resign. All the teams that qualified for the quarterfinal in 2021 AFCON are I'm out. Not, yeah. So it tells you there's also a shift. All the teams that qualified for the... So the eight that qualified for the previous AFCON mm. quarters are all out. Now, the GFA has apologized to Ghanaians for the Black Stars group stage exit from 2023 AFCON in Cote d'Ivoire a week after the team was eliminated. Now, in a statement on Tuesday, the GFA took responsibility for the Black Stars subpar campaign stating that it fell short of the high expectations we all share. The GFA extends our sincere apologies to the good people of Ghana, including Sky, and all the stakeholders <laughs> for the recent disappointing performance of the senior national team. Exactly. We understand the disappointment and frustration. We take full responsibility, and they go on to say they've dissolved the technical team. They do ABCD and they'll restore the When team. you say you have accepted it, then you say, I hereby resign from so so and so and so and so <laughs> let's do some road issues quickly but oh, before that do the yeah, cd yeah the the, the the bnft is claiming that the cd is firming up mm. but just yesterday uh, a client of mine was trying to pursue some u.s mm. dollars a few weeks ago it was 11 point something so why are you saying that it's firming up? Uh, well, it is stabilizing to firm up. <laughs> now the CD has enjoyed a strong week, gaining ground uh, around uh, major currencies and fueling optimism among uh, analysts who mm-hmm. predict continued appreciation. Now the positive outlook is largely attributed to two key factors: mm-hmm. the anticipated inflows from the World Bank mm-hmm. and the easing and easing foreign exchange demand. Let me give you three road stories. City newsroom: Reduce your speed to check dust pollution on Ofanko and Sawam Road. Engineer ones. I wow. used that road two weeks ago and I had a <laughs> terrible experience. It's horrifying. The chief resident engineer, and I'll talk about this on the show today for Ofanko to Sawam Project, Kwabna Bingpong, is urging motorists to apply the route, which is a road under construction, to reduce their speed. Mm-hmm. According to him, drivers should heed this plea as the contractor embarks on a continuous watering exercise along the road. This comes in response to complaints by drivers and pedestrians about the dusty nature of the stretch. In a City News interview, the, Mr. Bimpon said the contractor will ensure that the dust on the road is minimized. Now, there's a lot of dust already. Now what you do is you pour water on it. That's, that's what he's what doing. By saying that you should reduce your speed, reduce. Now, that's City. Now, if you go to Joy, Afina residents express frustration of a poor road condition. This story says residents of Afina, New Jerusalem, in the Nyungo Prapram district, have expressed frustration and anger mm. about the corrupt current poor state of the road network in the area. The entire road network is dusty, full of deep trenches, making it unmotorable, muddy, especially when it rains. But not, and, and you know, if you use the N1 highway, mm-hmm. can you imagine that we don't have tra- uh, street lights on the N1 highway? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. The ones that are there. I can imagine. Functional. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Mahama is speaking Martin on many things. Mahama de- decries deteriorating economic conditions. He yeah. says this is not a Ghana left for Kufuado. He's also saying that okay. Krobo's roads in Krobo are neglected because they don't vote for MPP. Oh, okay. And uh, he there's a photo of a road. I mm. think that's a Sewa road or something. Mm. And the one you used the other day. Charlie, I will not go there. Again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so yeah, so, many road, so many road issues up for up for discussion mm. this morning. But we'll have to leave the newspaper review here. Thank you, Richie Sky. Thank you, Nathan Kwao. Coming up next is the City Business News. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. 
It's a minute and a half to seven o'clock. This is CDFM. It's the last day of January. So much to be thankful for. City Business News coming up shortly with Nashika Caesar are brought to you by Goyle. We've opened ultra modding, liquefied petroleum auto gas service stations all over the country. This giving you safe, clean, and affordable energy, energy. alternative energy for your vehicle. So in Accra, check out the Peshi Goyle service station or the Bremer Camp service station. In Cape Coast, check out the Pedu Junction. In Takradi, look for the Pinting Goyle service. And in Kumasi, ask for Kenting Chrono. Goyle, we're delivering the safest and affordable gas at your convenience. News is also brought to us by MTN and Old Mutual. The news is also brought to you by Old Mutual. Ten years of greatness in Ghana. Here for a lifetime. <laughs> One day I'll just sing it to you instead of playing it. Sounds nice. <laughs> Nashika is here with City Business News. Good morning. Good morning, Bernard. Hello and welcome to the breakfast edition of the City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN, Goyle, Access Bank and Old Mutual. My name is Nashika Caesar. Coming up, International Monetary Fund projects global growth to hit 3.1% in 2024. Also coming up, Consumer Protection Agency calls on government to explore innovative revenue mobilization strategies rather than imposing additional taxes on consumers. The International Monetary Fund, IMF, is forecasting global growth to hit 3.1% in 2024 and rise further to 3.2% in 2025. This was revealed in the fund's January 2024 World Economic Outlook update. The report also projects global headline inflation to fall to 5.8% in 2024 and to 4.4% in 2025. The following news desk report has highlights. The 2024 forecast, compared with that in the October 2023 update, is about 0.2% points higher, reflecting upgrades for large emerging markets and developing economies. Nevertheless, the projection for global growth in 2024 and 2025 is below the annual average of 3.8%, reflecting restrictive monetary policies and withdrawal of fiscal support as well as low underlying productivity growth. However, advanced economies are expected to see growth decline slightly in 2024 before rising in 2025. Emerging markets and developing economies are also expected to experience stable growth through 2024 and 2025 with regional differences. The report further noted that inflation is falling faster than expected in most regions in the midst of unwinding supply-side issues as global headline inflation is expected to fall to 5.8% in 2024 and 4.4% in 2025. The report, however, emphasizes that stronger structural reform momentum could bolster productivity. The report also charges policymakers to implement robust measures to ensure they successfully manage the final descent of inflation to target calibrating monetary policy in response to underlying inflation dynamics. 
That was a news desk report. Now, Ghana may miss out on SDG 11 if the government fails to implement policies for the private sector to be at the core of resolving the housing deficit in the country. SDG 11 highlights the need to make cities and human settlements inclusive, safe, and resilient in a bid to create sustainable communities. But Ghana appears to be lagging behind in this regard as a result of the grave challenges associated with affordable housing. At the 52nd presidential address of the Ghana Institution of Engineering, its president, Engineer Kwabna Bempon, urged a rethink of the construction of affordable housing projects for potential income owners. The government has no business building houses, but must provide the necessary policy and the right institutional framework for private sector and built environment professionals to invest in the sector. From the information presented so far on homelessness, it is clear that the housing challenges facing Ghana are huge. And unless a definite and intentional policy is promoted to provide affordable home housing to the poor and some form of social housing to the destitute, Ghana will not be able to achieve UN's 2030 Agenda's dedicated goal on human settlements, that is SDG 11. That was Engineer Kwabena Bimpon, who is the president of the Ghana Institution of Engineering. Now, the Consumer Protection Agency is calling on the government to explore innovative revenue mobilization strategies rather than imposing additional taxes on consumers. This plea follows government plans to implement a 15% value-added tax VAT on electricity consumption above the lifeline. Speaking at a press conference in Accra, the chief executive officer of the Consumer Protection Agency Agency Kofi Capito urged the government to consider alternative revenue sources such as property rates to meet its financial targets without compounding the challenges faced by the average consumer. Government should reduce its own expenditure. Why is government not talking about his expenditure? Why is government not looking at how they would encourage the district assemblies and the municipal assemblies to look at valuing properties so that we will repay realistic taxes on property. People are living in million dollar houses and their property rate is nothing to write home about. Is it because the people in government are the ones who own these properties? That's why nobody wants to talk about it. Government expenditure, government employees and appointees flying business and first class. Why a poor country like Ghana why are we condoning and encouraging this? That was the Chief Executive Officer of the Consumer Protection Agency, Kofi Capito. Now, the BOG Monetary Policy Committee announced a cut in the key policy rate. However, stakeholders in the business space are expressing misgivings about the new rate. The Association of Ghana Industries, AGI, as well as the Ghana Union of Traders Association, GUTA, has described as insignificant the recent drop in the monetary policy rate by the Bank of Ghana. The following report has details. The Monetary Policy Committee MPC of the Bank of Ghana announced a cut in the key policy rate from 30% to 29.0% in a bid to offer businesses a respite after the economic crunch witnessed in 2023. This marks the first cut in two years. The previous policy rate of 30% lasted a period of six months before a new rate of 29% was announced by the BOG on Monday. 
However, industry players have expressed dissatisfaction with the new rates. Chief Executive Officer of the Association of Ghana Industries, Seth Chumakwawa, says the drop is insignificant. If you look at the rate of drop in inflation and other factors, we would have loved that to even reduce further. I would have wished that it had come down further than this, but at least it's, a, it's pointing to a positive direction. So we hope that subsequent ones will have a positive decline in the quality rate. And even more importantly, see it also reflecting in the interest rate by lowering the interest rate a little bit. For his part, the president of the Ghana Union of Traders Association, Guta, Dr. Joseph Obina, said that the drop in the policy rate will help spare growth for businesses in the country. What is important for us is that the rates have started dropping. The decrease is not very significant. But we know that it shows a good indication that will also help the growth of businesses. So we are expecting that in future it goes further down. That was the president of the Ghana Union of Traders Association, Dr. Joseph Obin, ending that report. Now, the Ministry of Finance is appealing to organized labor and all stakeholders, including the ECG and NETCO, to exercise restraint as it will in the coming days hold an extensive dialogue to get the buy-in of the industry players over the implementation of the VAT on electricity. In a statement issued on Tuesday, the ministry said it has noted the concerns of organized labor on the role out of the tax policy and its impact on consumers and businesses. The ministry said while the country is making progress with its fiscal and external positions in line with its PCPEG, it is committed to sustain these gains to anchor macroeconomic stability and inclusive growth. Away from that, the Mobile Money Agents Association of Ghana has revealed that over 88,000 accounts owed by some of its members risk being deactivated effective February 1, 2024. This follows the Ghana Chamber of Telecommunications indicating in a statement to block all accounts which have not been linked to either the Ghana card or the tax identification number. In an interview with City Business News, the General Secretary of the Association, Evan Sutumfo, noted that among the reasons for such overwhelming agent to lose the account include untraceable credentials. We have over 88,000 agents that, as we speak now, have not been able to do the linkage. That is not just the case, but there could be a contributing, there could be a contributing factor, which one could be assessing the Ghana card is a major issue. We cannot take that out. And then again, others have also acquired these cards from some individuals that, as we speak now, they cannot trace these individuals because the credentials on this account doesn't bear the credentials of whoever might currently be handling the account. You heard Evan Sutumfo, the General Secretary of the Mobile Money Agents Association of Ghana. Now, leading telecommunications company MTN Ghana is celebrating an impressive period of growth under the leadership of outgoing CEO Salom Adadevo. In an engaging event held at the MTN House in Accra titled Time with Salom, the outgoing Chief Executive Officer of MTN Ghana, Salom Adadevo, indicated that the company recorded a fourfold increase in revenue and a sixfold surge in 
profitability over the past five and a half years. He added that the company's commitment to becoming more efficient every day has evidently paid off as reflected in the substantial growth figures announced by the outgoing CEO. Trying to figure out how to structurally change your cost basis so you're not just growing top line but you're also reducing the cost to generate every incremental CD of revenue. Very important. These are the things that create a business that can last long. If you're not becoming more efficient every day, you'll get to a point where your business will collapse. You could be doing all of that has, has led us to the results that we have. And first of all, before I talk about the results, I have to thank the team. They've mm. been exceptional. And, and this is maybe the one big thing that when I walk out of MTN Ghana, I would have to keep reminding. The achieve over the last five and a half years or so is a 4x growth in revenue. Wow. And about a 6x growth in profitability. Serious. And, you know, that's, um, you know, that's significant. That's... Salama Dadevoy is the CEO of MTN Ghana. Now on the interbank foreign exchange market where banks trade among themselves, the dollar gained a peso and is selling at 12 CDs, 2 pesos. The British pound gained 3 pesos and is selling at 15 CDs, 25 pesos. The euro gained 5 pesos and is selling at 3 CDs, 3 pesos. However, at some forex bureaus in the capital, the dollar is selling at 12 CDs, 50 pesos, while the British pound could be sold to you at 15 cities, 65 pesos, and the euro is going for 13 cities, 40 pesos. And that's it for the breakfast edition of the City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN, Goyle, Access Bank, and Old Mutual. My name is Nashika Caesar. Do have a great business day. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Nashika Siza with the news. 13 minutes past 7. City breakfast show is the last day of January. So how do you get to work as you listen? How good is your road? I've been getting lots of messages from those who live from Insawam to Accra. Oh my goodness. Pokwasi interchange. The road is extending but the dust. A few other places complaining. But why don't you take a nice photo of the road that you're driving on through your car window and send it to us we want to we want to see something i used the motorway a few days ago and Charlie asphalt on concrete motorway. Charlie, they are overlaying the concrete with asphalt <laughs> if it's away yeah so if you're not the one behind the wheel just take a photo of the road and let me know i want to see something we want to do an experiment i want to map the quality of roads in Accra and compare to those in takrade and those in kumasi you know bernard abeku actually used to be takrade right oh, cape coast cape coast yeah which part of cape coast uh, Cape Coast, uh, Abra, you know, town. Wait, where is Pedro Junction? Pedro Junction is just that, you know, connection between Takradi and, uh, you know, coming from Accra. Oh, is that where you turn right to Gage yeah. Wesley Girls? Yeah. Okay, and then some girl will be on that side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Junction. the main. Yeah. So are you from Cape Coast? Yeah. Bernard. <laughs> Charlie, me, I thought the name was Bernard, but since you started working here, <laughs> no. I realized the name is different. 
no, it's, I've no, had it's, it's with my spelling. No, yeah. I've had this name for 42 years, but I didn't know that. No, so you are called what? Benar? Yeah, Benar, a big word. No, so it's Benar. <laughs> No, because because of the spelling. How do you spell your B E N N A R D? Oh, so you have just you are fantilized. Yeah, so it's Bernard. Oh, a Ben. Oh, so this is the fancy version. Yeah. So the everywhere is Bernard, but the fancy is Bernard. You know, for many years I was the only Bernard here, but somebody has come to you. Yeah, yeah. The first day I came to pronounce, hey, you, what the cap? <laughs> because there's a, so a, a Bernard here. A big Bernard. No, but the way you say Bernard. No, so no, the way you started. In two years' time, you take over. <laughs> so we have city sports with Bernard. I'll be cool watching. <laughs> Serious. And it's brought to you by Lesheho. 2024 comes with great news from Lesheho Savings and Loans. Don't allow the hectic back to school season to steal the New Year's joy. We've reduced our interest rate for you from now to April 13. The Lesheho Back to School promo. We have reduced our rates for our payroll loans significantly. Call us on 0270-040-799 or 0270-040-733. Remember, terms and conditions apply. Let's share who? Let's improve life. And there's also a shell. Every car loves shell because shell fuels drive your car to peak performance. Just like love drives us to give off our very best. With over 100 years of innovation, you won't be just buying any fuel but the most advanced fuels which will save you money in the long run so shell fuels with dynaflex technology are shell's most advanced fuels designed to prevent deposit buildup and keep your engine clean and protected drive into any shell station today and fuel up your car with shell fuels designed for engine efficiency go well South Africa produced a big upset to knock 10-man Morocco out of the Total Energies African Cup of Nations round of 16 stage, beating the continent top-ranked nation 2-0 in a smash-and-grab performance in San Pedro. All is set for the quarterfinals of the Total Energies African Cup of Nations. All of that coming up, plus some updates from the camp of the Ghana Football Association right here on kickoff. I am Bernard Bakerotry. Now Mali are through to the quarterfinals after a nail-biting 2-1 win over Burkina Faso in Korogo. An unfortunate own goal by Edmond Tapsoba along with a second-half strike from Lassine Sinayoko were enough for the Eagles to soar over the Stallions at the packed Ahmad Gon Koulibaly Stadium. The Eagles soar into the quarterfinals and will now face tournament host Cote d'Ivoire on Saturday, February 3 in Boakay. While at the start, Laurent Poku in San Pedro, South Africa beats Morocco to 
2-0 to qualify for the quarterfinals of the Total Energies African Cup of Nations in Cote d'Ivoire. Two second-half goals from Evidence, Makpopa and um, Toboyo Makwena made a difference with Ashraf Hakimi also missing a crucial penalty to tie up the game. The North Africans touted as tournament favourites became another major casualty 24 hours after defending champion Senegal were also dumped out. So the quarterfinal is set on Friday, February 2. It's Nigeria up against Angola and DR Congo versus Guinea on Saturday. It's Cote d'Ivoire versus Mali and Kiverd place South Africa. So that's for the Total Energies African Cup of Nations. Let's now talk about some Black Stars related stuff. And the Ghana Football Association says it is reviewing the overall structure of the men's senior national team, the Black Stars, following the site's group stage exit at the ongoing Total Energies African Cup of Nations in Cote d'Ivoire. In a statement released on Tuesday after a meeting of the Executive Council of the Ghana Football Association and the Chairman of the Regional Football Associations, the Ghana Football Association says they take full responsibility of Ghana's Sport AFCON 2023 campaign and is taking steps to address the issue that had been raised. My colleague Gabby Offair has accept of the statement released by the Ghana Football Association. We understand the disappointment and frustration that such results can bring to our passionate football-loving nation. Our team's performance fell short of the high expectations we all share and we take full responsibility for the disappointment. Following a meeting of the Executive Council of the Association and Chairman of the RFAs on Tuesday, January 30, 2024, the GFA wishes to assure all stakeholders that the requisite steps are being taken to address the issues at hand, and a thorough review of the team's strategies, training, compensation, and overall structure is underway. So those are excerpts from the Ghana Football Association's release in relation to wanting to change the narrative with Ghanaian football. Now, away from football, the technical director for the Table Tennis Association, Charles Tichimensa, has expressed concerns over the limited time available to prepare coaches for the 13th African Games, despite a successful technical course held at the University of Ghana's Sports Directorate. The course, held from January 19 to 23, 2024, attracted 30 coaches including participants from Nigeria with the goal of providing them with essential technical knowledge for the upcoming African Games in March. Teti Minsan, speaking to City Sports, remains hopeful that the imparted knowledge will provide beneficial results during the Games. Now, ahead of the um, World African Games, we are now about to do our trials and therefore we are going to start very soon. We are, we are going to do a training camp tomorrow. That will take another four days, and then we will go ahead and then do the training, the, the trials. That will take another uh, five days. Is the time not too short for you? Well, it's very short, but uh, we have to work within the confines of our time. Uh, you know, we have a lot of logistic issues. We have uh, resourceful resources issues, and therefore, we are working within the time our best. So, so that's the latest from what we're gathering from uh, the Ghana Table Tennis Association. You heard from Charles Tichiminsa. Let's still stay with the 13th African Games and the technical committee for the Games and the local organizing committee paid a courtesy visit to the Minister for Youth and Sport, Mustafa Yusuf. The meeting was the fourth and final of its kind aimed to put the finishing touches on the preparation as Ghana eagerly prepares to host the prestigious sporting events. Sports Minister Yusuf, uh, Mustafa Yusuf expressed 
confidence in Ghana's ability to deliver a remarkable African Games. He also highlighted the nearing completion of facilities at Botiman and the University of Ghana, underlining the commitment of ensuring top-notch infrastructure for the event. We are barely six weeks away from the opening ceremony of the 13th African Games, Accra 2023. And I've always said that failure is not an option for us. I only know what success is, and I'll go for it in the best possible way. In our pursuit to achieve success in the organization and hosting of the African Games, one very important link between the government and the whole, that is the host nation and the athletes are the shared the mission. The important role you are expected to play in the running of the games have brought you here. In other words, you are here to cross the dots, to cross the T's and dot the I's to ensure the success of the games. So that's the latest from the Honourable Minister for Youth and Sports, Mustafa Youssef. Let's zoom in into the European front now. And Kawaka will remain Manchester City captain following reports about his private life, says boss Pep Wajola. Now, the England defender apologized to his family on Monday after having an extramarital affair. 33-year-old was voted captain by his teammate after A.K. Gundogan joined Barcelona in the summer. Here's Pep Wajola on the England fullback. Can I just ask you about Kyle Walker and the uh, interview that he gave? No, I'm not going to talk about that. Not at all? Not at all. Will, will it have any impact at all no, on the captain of the team? I'm not going to talk about that. I'm supporting him and Annie and his family and don't talk one word about the personal issues for the players. Will he remain your captain? Absolutely, because decision for the team, not mine. Pep Guardiola is Manchester City's boss. Now, as now scenes of celebration at the final whistle at the city ground were in the sharpest contrast to their last visit to Nottingham Forest when defeat brought the crucial curtains down on a season-long Premier League title quest. It was Forest celebrating back in May when Taiwo Awuni's goal not only assured their survival but completed Arsenal's misery as a late collapse made Manchester City champions. The Gunners won by two goes to one away from home and the boss Mikel Ateta has been talking. Yes, uh, I'm really happy with the performance and obviously with the results and and we were still never told me uh, what happened here last year and we wanted to put it right, we wanted to generate some momentum now in the league. I think we've got that and uh, the performer was very good. I thought we completely dominated the game. We had to be patient but we always have an eye to, to hurt the opponent. We didn't allow them to run and um, I were able to generate chances in various ways which is really pleasing to, to see for the team. Um, I think we showed a lot of maturity to deal with the game in the way that we had to but in the last three, four minutes we conceded a goal and, uh, and then you have to suffer in this league. We talked about it before we go. So that's Mikel Ateta, the Arsenal manager. Later on tonight is Tottenham Hotspurs versus Brentford at 7.30. Manchester City also plays uh, Burnley at 7.30 as well. There's Liverpool up against Chelsea at Anfield. Game start at 8pm. We'll bring you live commentary from that game. Well, that's your sport in the morning. For more stories, log on to citysportonline.com on X. You can find us at citysportgha. Kickoff is proudly brought to you by Shell and Lechego. I am Bernard Abbey. Sports is life. Get involved.
Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. From the cold. <laughs> yes, sir. It's life. Lots of birthday wishes coming in. To Nee Christian Johnson, GM of Roberman Production, wishing you good health and long life from Sandra and Ayoko. This is from Uwusu Ansab Daniel from Kumasi Asukwa, wishing Sergeant Charlotte, name of Ghana Prison Service, Kumasi, a happy birthday. May the good God take you places. Happy birthday to my own nurse and dear sister Winfred Owusu of the Church of Pentecost Bremai Assembly in Suyame. There's something in your future that's going to erase the pain of the past. God is going to just bring you out. He's not just going to bring you out. He's going to heal you. He'll restore, vindicate you. Do something out of the ordinary. Blessings from Dodonu Samuel, Director Kanjin Water. To Sister Winifred Owusu. Happy birthday to my dearest niece, Tanifa Apia Jija. May the good Lord continue to bless you from grace to grace. From your uncle Elikem Kas Jija, manager from East Amrahia Pharmacy. Tanefa or Tanefa Apia Jija. Beautiful name. 
happy birthday to the sexiest and most beautiful lawyer in town, Mrs. Nana Kunudu Opongchu Messi of Calbank Legal Department. May your day be filled with joy and laughter. Wishing you a year filled with love, wealth, and exciting adventures. Do have a blast. Another nice name here, Sky. Wishing you a happy birthday, Nutefa. Ami Charlene Akaba. That was a beautiful name. Nutefa Ami. What does it mean? Uh, Nutefa Faithfulness. Okay. I believe it is. Or truth. No, I remember Nutefa. Oh, what? Like, it's done something <laughs> of great, great importance. Great really? Great honor. It's, it's. I, th- I thought, uh, if they say, oh, Nutefa, he. he like, he, he, he done he, something really. Is it worthy of global celebration? Oh, eh? Well, the father can send the meaning. Ami <laughs> Charlene Akaba of the University of Ghana. 20 years ago, God gave you as a gift to us and the world a bundle of joy, a real lady of ladies, and a special human being in many ways. We bless God for your life and pray for grace, mercy, peace, and joy to be yours today and for many years ahead. Lots of love from your dad, from your mom. From Nunue, which is a good thing, Nukunu, oh, which is a, a miracle, yeah. and Nutefe. I thought Nutefe meant um, faithfulness or, or like, yeah, I I yeah, the English <laughs> version of it. But no. it's something really. It's, it must be grandiose. Like it's uh, something that everybody coming together will say. Something no. worthy of yeah, celebration. Like this one, no, Charlie. Well, Nutefe. Divine, divine. Send me, send me the meaning. <laughs> Please wish my daughter a happy birthday. Happy birthday to my first daughter, Gavi Owusuansa of St. Teresa's Church. God Richard bless you and this special day. Your latter reign will be better than the former. Christ open great doors for you. May you grow to the to be the matriarch of your generation of Ashibis. Paving the way for your siblings. You are greatly loved by us all. Ajoga. God bless. So Ajoga, I believe you wanted to say. This is from uh, Adam Ashibi to his daughter, Gabi. All right, let's get a few more messages coming through. All right, uh, this one says, Happy birthday to the love of my life and soulmate. You mean the world to us and there will be no us without you. You are indeed one of a kind. It's coming from uh, Josh Ampedu to his wife, Abna. Oh, nice. Yes, a man who looks like Bernard. <laughs> no, he doesn't look like me in face. He just looks like me in form. Yeah, there's a frame. Yeah, both yes. Daddy, yes. yeah he's, oh, yeah, he's so, a doctor and I'm a talker. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, happy birthday to Abna from my husband, Josh, their daughter, Rama, and from all of us. Yes. Abuna, happy Abuna birthday Abuna is a, to Abna. So, today there will be performance. I tell you. Let me take this one. <laughs> Good morning, City FM. I wish my lovely son, Ethan Delali Kluvia, a big happy birthday. He's such a blessing from God. To the families coming in from the father John Achukluvia. All right, thank you. This one says Bonti Benjamin, a happy birthday to Nana Yaokesi <coughs> of PZFM and Despite Media. Mm. Have a memorable one, the Cardinal. Okay. Uh, this one says re- belated happy birthday to Odadi Harry. And no, Nawi- Harry Alawiye. Harry Alawiye. Yeah, he was when I was informed. Nigerian. He was informed too. Oh, Nigerian name. Yeah, Harry Alawiye. Alawiye. This guy loved football. Like he was. You know, if you are talking about football and you are discussing it, I all the big players, <laughs> he liked playing, but he also liked analyzing. Oh, I see. I met him at the airport sometime. Oh, I see. It's funny. I hadn't seen him since 1997. And, then, and yet, <laughs> okay. yeah, but when I saw him, I like, hey, you. And he's like, hey, you, you know? <laughs> I think the same thing. Uh, yeah. A couple of uh, weeks ago, I met a former student 
of Three Town. We yeah. were, he was actually basically my advisor when yes. I was the entertainment prefect. And you saw, saw him yes. once. Charlie, once. I met him at some Felix station here. Yeah. Yeah. David Ogunyele yeah. is also of Nigerian extraction. Same as Harry Alawi. David Ogunyele. Yeah, Harry now he says he's doing petroleum something. something, something. Everybody is doing something. <laughs> and this one said, Bernard, I want to wish Dr. Augustina Ako Asamoa a happy birthday. She's a lecturer at um, the Family Health University in Teshi. Uh -huh. I pray that the Lord <clears throat> grants a long life with good health. All Favor right. and mercy should abound for her from Detective Chief Inspector Samuel Bomanu uh -huh. of Dansoma Divisional CID. Bomanu. Uh, you know, today I want to do an experiment. Bomanu. You know, many years ago when we started this show, I was always complaining about my roads and I... They came to fix it. They fixed it. It's left with... From the, the route from my house <laughs> to... East Legon Tunnel, I can tell you that it's less than 100 meters, which is not fully tarred. In fact, it's almost the whole thing is done. Oh, so that space is still there? No, they finished. They've almost done. So I'm just I'm I'm, I'm here to testify to the glory of God Amen. that since I think it was 2013, 10 years ago when we started this advocacy on uh, first it was school junction to to uh, they call it Ajingano. Then it was Ku Junction to Santo mm -hmm. Junction. Mm -hmm. Then it was Santo Junction to, they call it um, Nanakrum Estate, East Legon Hills. Mm -hmm. Now I'm happy to report that yes. almost every part of that road has been done. So, hey! so me, I don't have a problem. Yes. Uh -huh. <laughs> but what I want to know is those who have problems, they should let me know. Because it, if, the rate, if the money show host needed 10 years, <laughs> Ten to, years. They want to put bread in your mouth so that you won't talk again. Sky, you know, I remember the day I had I, I interviewed Ben Angenu. Uh, at the time, Angenu was the MC for Adenta. Uh, and his house was not far from my house. So I went on and I said, they have to do the road. I said, I can say, Bernard, why? Why? Every morning you get up, you are talking about the road. Why? Now the road has been done. After ten years. So, now what I want to do is I want to see how people get to work. Uh-huh. Because I made a mistake of going to your side. I, 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 I think it was two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. So I went to drop a friend at in Sawam Junction. Allah. Sky. <laughs> I didn't know they were fixing your road. So me, I just got on the road. I said, oh, is that Pukwasi that here? So we went up the Pukwasi road. Ah. Then they said, oh, we have to go on the right. Yeah. Diversion. Sky. And that day it rained. Shock absorbers. Ball joints. Bassa. I'm Every told that I was even lucky it rained because apparently if it hadn't rained, uh -huh. the dust that I would have had in my car. If you are wearing white, it will turn to brown. So yeah, so we have a report. So this to this morning we're doing a couple of things. We just want to know how you get to work and how the road situation is. Just a quick update. That's number one. Number two, those who use the motorway, are you happy with the asphalting? Is it a, a, is it the solution we've been waiting for? Or are we waiting for something else? Alright, so that's my first topic for today. Just send me a photo. If you can, or a video of yourself on your road. I want to just see the state of your road, right? Uh, for the past two and a half months, I've been going to the Volta region almost every other week. And I don't like using the Dowenya road because there's so much traffic. And a lot of the traffic is... In fact, there's one place called TT Brothers. Mm -hmm. That whole traffic is just pothole cost. You get it? So I was hoping somebody would just go and fill that part. If you're coming from... Um, Pam Pam, Dawenya, Toast, Titi Brothers. There's some big gully there, conjunction areas. That's true. I don't really understand why Caleb, you use that road, yes, right? Yes, yes, It's, I don't even understand. You know, so you have like 200 
meters of cars waiting to just use a pothole. It doesn't make it's sense. like they are waiting their turn to use the pothole. It will slow you down. You know? So, and I'm sure there are a few other places. So, send us some comments. I'm doing this because I got a number of people from your area saying to me that the Nsawam Road is become difficult, it's dusty mm, mm, mm. for the people who live around the yeah. area. It's too difficult and all of that. So, see, we, we appreciate about that the security the, challenges. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see, we appreciate that there's an effort to do the road. Mm. Mm. But we have also traveled to other jurisdictions and we know how roads are built. Yeah. Mm. It would seem that the approach in our part of the world is not the standard approach to the building. The inconvenience it does yeah. to the community is greater than, I, I, I don't know. The way the road is, the road yeah. construction practices. Yeah, that's right. I mean, in, in, right. in other jurisdictions, mm-hmm. You wake up one morning. If it is repairs, they are, you are doing. They are right? done overnight. You come the next morning. The thing is fixed. Oh. It is smooth. You don't see that work. But, no, but this is a long project. No, no, that's one. That's just one. Mm-hmm. The other side of it is when they are doing proper reconstruction. Mm-hmm. They don't go grade everything, and then leave it for rocks and all kinds of things to be protruding. Yeah. Yeah. And then now they tell you that oh, we are diverting to this side. No, no. they build it and progress at a time exactly. Yeah. And they do it so seamlessly yeah. that one construction or one uh, what do you call laying of the alpha eats you know seamlessly into the other. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't realize that oh this thing they did it bits mm. by bits. Mm. But in our case, majority of the times, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. you you notice that they go in with graders, mm. grade the whole thing up. Mm. And then they now tell you that, oh, we are reconstructing it, so we want you to just endure for some time. Look at when they started constructing this project. First, they built the interchange, the yeah. people, which is a great, a fantastic yeah. thing that John Mahama started and then the MPP continued. Yeah. But in order to make that road a first-class one, they told us that, oh, they have to you know, Everybody reconstruct. Doing it. But you see, you do not inconvenience the people by reason of the reconstruction. It's a little effort. price to pay. Look, I'll come back to that, Sky. I'll come back to that. I just so Bernard. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people send the meaning of the name, right? For example, uh, somebody said Nutepe, uh, Miracle Worker. That's what somebody said. Okay. Wonder, and I'm, I'm coming to that. Then uh, Bridget says Nutepe means a thing of wonder or marvel. But I don't care about that. What I want is the man himself. Bernard said, Bernard, the name is Mau Wonutepe. Oh, okay. So that's a full name. So I just Wonutepe, and then. I call her Nutepe for short. means God has been faithful mm-hmm. or kept his word. So, integrity. Mm-hmm. So, Bernard, you are right. Ooh. Bernard, mm-hmm. is the sweetest thing I've heard in my life. <laughs> Bernard, you are right. <laughs> Aki, you are right. So, the father of the lady says, uh-huh. the name is Mau Wonutepe. So, Mau has that's, uh-huh. that's a full name. Mm-hmm. And he used this in the context of saying, God has been faithful or kept his word. Okay. Uh, so, okay. in terms yeah. of his yeah. daughter's name, mm-hmm. that's the meaning. Mm-hmm. So, he calls her Nutefeb as a short form of Mawa Nutefeb. Okay. That's the full name. Okay. And in this context, it means God's integrity. Okay. Wow. So, you owe me 10 Ghana. Wow. Bro, it's the father who has given the daughter. Yeah. <laughs> we are not going to argue yeah. over this matter. <laughs> we are not going to argue over this matter. We are not even the word. Don't even try. The historicity of the word. I'm not objecting to his. I'm. People are trying to confuse Nukunu with Nutepe Wawa. No, the man said his daughter's something wonderful. No, no, the the miracle one is not part. That Uh one is somebody sent it. You read it by the way, okay. The man himself, who named his daughter, you name your daughter, who can change the name? Uh He said the name means Uh God has been 
faith. Which I will not, you know, I will not, I will not, I will not push back on that. Ah, I think that is, but yeah. you see, but you, that slant you are trying to put on it. No, <laughs> you said something integrity. Let, let me read a full message. Okay, Kale, read a message. Okay. Maybe Sky. Yeah. Can, I don't know what Sky is doing this morning. What's your problem? The name Mau or Nutafa, uh-huh. Nutafa for short, uh-huh. means God has been faithful uh-huh. or has kept His word. Also, integrity. Uh-huh. You are right. Uh-huh. Not sure which encyclopedia Sky is using. Uh-huh. The English plenty for his head. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, time check. It's 7.49. A few quick announcements. Send me a video or photo of the road you use as you go to work. Later this morning, we'll be talking about the EC and their back and forth with NDC over the new date. But start the new year with easy and secure movement with SG Ghana. Get reliable motor insurance and receive free fuel for your car. Buy or renew your sound drive insurance with SG Ghana from now till 31st March and get free fuel of up to 500 CDs for your trips. It's time to hit the road with reliable insurance and free fuel. Visit any SD Ghana branch today and get the cover you need for your car plus free fuel to take you places. Societe General Ghana, the future is you. And what if the answer to powering and running a clean, efficient and sustainable business now lies within your reach? What would you do? Well, simply reach out to AGI Energy Service Center. We provide tailor-made energy saving solutions to companies. We provide energy audits, implementation and training for energy management systems and renewable energy feasibility studies and more. AGI ESC is your one-stop center for project assistance. Call us on 0507-977-902. Message is brought to you by AGI in partnership with GDC, implemented by GIZ. And navigating through the hurdles of an SME can be stressful and sometimes risky. But what if life without risks and a business owner without the Zenith SME business card? The Zenith business SME card is a Visa debit card tailor-made for SMEs for secure payments for goods and services. As a Zenith SME business card holder, you can access Visa practical trading skills, business services at discounted rates, and 24-7 access to funds and more. Your business deserves to be taken to the next level. Unlock the potential of your business with Zenith SME Business Card today. Call 0302-680-884. Zenith Bank in your best interest. There was another question I had in mind. What is the most useful road you've, you've used? And by that I mean a road that didn't exist maybe 10 years ago, but which by its construction makes a lot of sense. Now I have two examples of roads like that. When I was in, when I started this job, there, there was no Gimpa Bypass Road. Yeah. All right. So when I was going, I used to live at um, a Shoman village. When I'm going to work, I would use either West Legon through to Atimota School side before I connect to some place and get to Circle. Or I would use Atomic Junction. So I think it was the Mills government that did the road that connects Fiesta Royale to Achimota like to Gimpa. Yeah. And then from Gimpa all the way to Hachu. Alright, so that's a useful new road that has been done. The other road that I would say has been useful is the road from Gifford Road to Flowerport. Mm-hmm. Again, fifteen years ago, ten years ago that road didn't exist. So you if you're going to Shiasi, you have to use the main liberation road, mm-hmm. Rawlings Road, or you have to go through Burma Camp through some back areas. Mm-hmm. So I I would say for me, those are two roads that make sense mm-hmm. 
that have been done. So I want listeners to tell me which road you use. By the way, do you have any road like that where ten years ago didn't exist, fifteen years ago, then you, now this road is really helping to cut traffic? Yeah. So you you know previously, if you wanted to connect from Pokwasi mm-hmm. down to um, Awoshi Junction, it was oh. it was a major headache. You had, to, you had to come to Achimota Malo. overhead. Yes. It, it was just some... It was more like a pathway. So it was Horrible. impossible to go from Pokwasi to Awoshi. Yeah, that's right. But when they built that road, it's a super highway, except that, you know, because of developments along the way, people are beginning to do their own uh, speed ramps. So Pokwasi to Awoshi. Yeah, Pokwasi to it's a, it's a beautiful... So if you're going to Cape Coast from Pokwasi, you don't need to come to... Achimota overhead. No, no, no. You just cast just, straight yeah. to Awoshi yes. and then you connect to. Yeah, so you think that's the most useful? Oh, it's, it's a very useful road. You agree? Do you know that road? I know that road. So if you were in Awoshi going to say Kwabenya, mm-hmm. you would just you, get onto yeah. that behind, you go onto the interchange and then that's it. I mean, that's a road I'm very fast. But what road has been done which you would say this road is a proper, in terms of, not, not even the quality of the road, though, just the utility. A road that has oh. been done. And I'm using this to also ask another question. Which, which which is the best road that has not yet been done? You got, you got so like, you, you see a certain possibility of building a road that will really, for example, the Santor to Ashaiman Road, mm. I think is a road that has to be done mm-hmm. because it, it, it completes the equation. Mm-hmm. Right now, there's one from School Junction to Motorway, mm-hmm. which is great, but the Santor Road is in a very terrible shape. So I feel like if you do the Santor to Ashaiman Road, you would have solved the whole equation of my job. All right. So I don't know if there's any road in your head that you think should be done that has not been done. Well, so I have two roads in my head. Right. So the one connecting the Tokon Junction mm-hmm. to Ho. Where is Tokon Junction? Tokon is, um, you know, when you get to the intersection that takes you to Aflau Denu uh, from Agbozume, or you want to connect from the uh, that intersection to Ho, you know, when you're going to, towards the Aflau border. Uh-huh. Um, you bypass where the district chief executive lives after mm-hmm. you've gone through, like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, what's the name? Agbozuma, Nogopu, mm-hmm. and then you're getting towards the Aplau area. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. There's an intersection there. which You're not talking about the whole Denu Road. It's, it's the same thing. The whole Denu Road goes through Joje. Yeah, it goes through uh, Penye. Yeah, but that road is there. It's just a bad road. Yeah, it's horrible. It, uh, it's, it's, it's <laughs> I know. What I was asking was uh, a road that doesn't exist that you want to build. This road is uh, okay. this road is a road that needs to be fixed. Uh-huh. Oh, then we need a road around Dansoman. Around Dansoman? Yes, to connect the central region. You know, Not to go through the main road. Yeah, that's right. So where will it pass? Because it seems to me that if you want to get out of the city of Accra, yes. the only trunk road you must use is the um, Winibar Road. Road. Yeah. So a road outside would it be northwards to come through the N1 side or southwards to go? I think southwards towards the water. Yeah, that's right. It is possible. In fact, we have the uh, so Pambro side. Yeah. Or they should build it on top of the water. No, no, no I don't think on top of the <laughs> like the way the Lagos. You know, there's this uh, Lagos. Uh, there's this road, uh, Lagos. Um, to Victoria, to Victoria Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's possible to so, do a bridge. So sort of, they should do a bridge from Dansoman uh-huh. and connect to Winneba. Yeah, I think it's so it's, you can drive on it instead of going through traffic. Yeah, a highway. Yeah, yes, yes. That's, that's Listen, is it possible? Is Sky dreaming <laughs> that they should do a road from Dansoman Pambros, uh-huh. like the Lagos Victoria Island Highway? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then go straight to Winneba. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. Have you have you gone through the traffic at Dansoma Ranaba if you are going towards, uh, you know... Kasaka no, no, Manabe? I agree with you. Like, the Accra Cape Coast Road for tourism mm. 
is one of the most mm-hmm. important routes. Yeah. Dualizing it is a no-brainer. Yeah. But I don't know whether dualizing it in breaking up all those developments will make sense. So mm-hmm. if you said we should do it over the water. But have we built over water in Ghana before? We have uh, like Kosovo. Oh, the, 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 there's a road on the, the, the Adomi Bridge. Adomi Bridge. But this is the sea. This is not a river. So we'll have to figure it out. To build over the sea? Oh, it's possible. We'll have to figure it out. Yeah. China has done it. China built over the sea? Oh, yeah. I mean... You sure? Oh, not the river, I see. No, the sea. They've, and what if the tide goes up? So they've done it in such a way that it is very high. And I think the last, the other day, I was watching a video from CNN. I think it's. Uh, uh, so we should build a road that will clear. It will not pass through Kasua. But you know that will take business away from Kasua to to, to make Budumburam and all those places poorer because roads also enable development. I agree with you, yeah, but, but you see, the moment you enable some <laughs> other place. The development in those places will not stop. The, the, the existing places will not stop because you have moved, you know, a route to another place. That's why, for instance, we've been campaigning for the Eastern Corridor <coughs> to be built. Mm-hmm. Because some people argue that, oh, if you build it, you would reduce travel time to the north, but mm-hmm. you will kill businesses in Ashanti. So but- we should so we should build a road from Dansoman, <laughs> yeah. Pambros area. Yeah. Straight to Winnipeg. Oh, straight to Winnipeg. Listeners, is Sky dreaming or is he dreaming? I'd prefer a railway line, and then then we can. A railway. Yeah, and then we can do like uh, water travel. So like. Don't give politicians ideas. So like, <laughs> so <we have> <laughs> the thing I say, they will do feasibility study. You take two million. You know, you have speed boats on the sea. And then you have a railway line connecting, you know, so uh, that, yeah, the railway line. You know what I mean? I know that in Abidjan, I know that in Abidjan they yeah. use, so in addition to <clears throat> road, they use a ferry. Yeah. All right. And they move so, around. Oh, but boy, there's a lot of water. Yes. So yeah. the people move around. But Abonti Father wants us to do a railway. Yeah. Combined with some, you know, boat ride. Exactly. You know, so, so we saw speed speed boats doing Uber on the Thames River, River Thames, something like that. Yeah. So from Accra, you join uh, a, a speed boat, you go right. to Winneba. I'll read some comments yeah. on the road. So a couple of questions. What's the best road you've seen? Michael H.A. says, the best road I've seen yeah. or the most useful road is yeah. the Boteman Road. There's a road from Tevamoto with Boteman yeah. through to School Junction. Oh, oh, my goodness. When, when I'm driving, I don't want the road to end. Yeah, oh. and, and you know, one other good thing that they did yeah. was yeah. to open access to the or exit from the motorway. Yes. Yes. Because previously, Bernard, I made a mistake of <laughs> <laughs> bypassing the 10 yeah. right Charlie I had to go all the way to <laughs> Bernard Edric oh, has solutions for your lightning and furniture needs we have quality lightning fixtures switches sockets fire alarm system blinds curtains and furniture for your corporate and residential spaces to make your Christmas season exciting and memorable and beyond we have discounted uh, lights for you there are also special discounts on other products to ease the financial burden of making upfront payments we have an interest-free financing ag- arrangement with EcoBank for salaried workers. Just contact us for further details. Our office is located at Community 17, number 33, Ezra Road. Contact us on 0540126275 or 0303409426 or www.edric.group. Edric spelled E-D-R-I-C. Mm. 
Now, Downwall Insurance Limited has been and remains your preferred insurance provider for all your general insurance needs for the past 30 years. Our claims payment capacity is one that you have to experience for yourself. It is the best. Some of the policies we underwrite are motor insurance policy, fire insurance for both domestic and commercial properties, accident policies, public liability policy, and many more. Call your insurance broker or agent or visit any of our branches to buy or renew your insurance policies and receive fuel coupons and other amazing rewards. Looking forward for an added convenience, experience the ease of instant insurance signups anytime, anywhere with our WhatsApp boats. Just dial 0501-687-806. Now, brushing your teeth every morning with uh, a night with Pepsodent charcoal and uh, Pepsodent herbal toothpaste is the way to go. Pepsodent charcoal is made of a fine blend of fluoride with a unique combination of natural charcoal, lemon, mint, and zinc to whiten your teeth, strengthen them, and remove bad odor from your mouth. Always brush. remember to brush your teeth in the morning and before you sleep at night. Pepsodent has been educating Ghanaians on how to brush their teeth for 25 years. Pepsodent is recommended by the Ghana Dental Association and gives you the opportunity to talk to a dentist for free. So call toll-free 0800-161-000 to talk to a dentist now. Take a show media trends next, brought to you by Vodafone. Looking for the best value data and voice offers? Look no further as Vodafone has unbeatable deals made just for you. To enjoy these amazing offers, Vodafone offers... Just dial star 530 hash. Get on to any of our Vodafone Made For Me bundles. For as little as one CD, Vodafone Made For Me has got just what you need. Vodafone further together. And what if I told you that first things first? Mm-hmm. What if I told you that there are things etched in stone? Yeah. And that, for example, one always comes before two, yeah. A before B. Yeah. Well, that FBN, our goal is to put you, our cherished customer, first. Okay. And that our financial services offer the gold standard of value and excellence. That our products and services are designed just for you and that you deserve the finer things in life. Yeah. But if I told you that we are the bank that puts customers first and we put the B before the N. Think FBN, FBN Bank, you first. Taking social media trends, Nathan Kwao has this segment. Nathan, take it up. Well, you can imagine after the drama of last night in the AFCON, <laughs> it is trending. So AFCON is trending, mm. Amabat is trending, oh, Charlie. Kesitao oh, Charlie. is trending, Mama Piano is also trending. Oh my God. Now, because South Africa won the conversations on social media, oh, somebody said God. if South Africa had lost, they would have stopped exporting Amapiano I tell to you. the world. So people are talking about Amapiano and all of that. I can imagine what the f- the fever in South Africa is like. The vibe is just crazy. They knocked mm. out Morocco mm. yesterday in the AFCON. To other things, there's a very interesting hashtag that is generating a lot of traction. Mm-hmm. It says hashtag boycott bolt. Why? Hashtag boycott bolt. Now, um, is it bolt the athlete or bolt the service? Bolt the service. The right healing app. Now, a, a, a bolt user on X recounted an experience she had over the weekend where allegedly a bolt driver attacked a and stole her phone. Oh no. So she eh? was left with physical injuries. Can you repeat this again? So a bolt driver allegedly paid the woman's account, attacked her, mm. and you know, physically assaulted her, leaving her with injuries mm. and stole her phone. A bolt driver. A bolt driver. Now she had been 
talking about this, making a lot of noise, mm. and the update as I'm following the conversation is that both has reached out and they're trying to find a resolution. But several other people are also jumping on mm. the thread mm. to share their own horror stories. Wow, you know, uh, concerning wow. both. So uh, we'll follow up on that and see the resolution. They that should catch that guy really 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 and sad. deal with him really really sad um yes back to the sporting side this time to some basketball news now basketball player steph curry mm-hmm. is in the trend why is he trending yesterday the nba announced mm-hmm. that for the first time ever the three-point challenge in the all-star weekend will be done between the nba's three-point king which is steph curry mm-hmm. and the WNBA's three-point oh, queen a lady named sabrina is the court the same? Yes, yes, is yes. The so, length the same? Yes, so they'll do... So typically, what they'll do is a two-player two showdown. Wow. As to who's the best three-point shooter. And they'll compete in the All-Star Weekend. So Somebody brought me Steph Curry shoes. Yeah, I, I own a pair of Curry's. Really Curry nice. fours. He's good. He's, He's really brilliant. good. The greatest shooter there ever was, is, and ever will be. Wonderful. So that's, <laughs> that's a good one. Yes, to some tech news, though. Uh, mm. Universal Music and TikTok are quarreling heavily now Universal music is set to pull its millions of songs from tiktok mm-hmm. after a breakdown in talks over payments mm. now the move will mean that the social media platform will no longer have access to songs by artists including taylor swift the weekend and drake mm-hmm. now Universal accused tiktok of bullying yeah. and said it wanted to pay a fraction yeah. of the rate other social media sites do for access to the vast catalog so i wanted to say something about sorry both uh, i think that because of the popularity of the service, the business model where, you know, the, the app is great, right? The way it shortens the, the search for a car and yeah. route is fantastic. <clears throat> but I think the customer service need, both cannot afford to be aloof. Yes. You know, they, has to, they have to train their drivers. They, need to. they have to go through a certain basic recruitment process, yeah. test for honesty, because a lot of people complain about drivers hitting on them, inappropriate yeah. comments. Yeah. And Sometimes the drivers are physical with yes, them. It's, it's, it's very, them, very horrible yeah, service. It's, it's very, I think the company cannot continue this way. And this hashtag that you've put out should be a wake-up call to them. That you cannot manage a customer service business just with technology. Mm. You get it? There are human yeah, beings you who are, are your You have to find a way. Take, do a boat, a boat academy yeah. and take them through for three months. Train if they don't them. qualify, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because otherwise you're going to have this thing and it's going to cause major problems for the brand. brand. And this is both as a generic service because there's also Uber, there's yeah. also Yango and all these people. So I think it's a very interesting development. We'll keep an eye on that story as well. But thank you very much, Nathan. That was Second Social Media Trends. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. Now.
Pussy bull array When this shit yeah Cause they be on the wood in a potty One friend no beba I just a woman away Only KOD DJ men sang in a bay Kusantana On the just a wanka That's one no other party So I will be amba Now come me fat you there Poor pen sang Just a ampai Or better taught me and sang Yen can I read you rock store One try Me wanna go be bobo Bussy and so won't kai Rock store's office Dying a one high Put my me half Now me de half my bind You see me pay here You can frame him boy And never who me I will see go be sue sue Him bow the owl Me bow no more I got you who are the I will be pity it's a quarter past eight on the city breakfast show so much to talk about this morning just to quickly remind you that brushing your teeth every morning and night with pepsi and charcoal and pepsi and herbal toothpaste is what you need to do if you're a herbal lover pepsi and herbal toothpaste is infused with a unique blend of green tea and herbal extracts formulated to repair and protect your gums while giving an all-round cooling sensation President charcoal is made from a fine blend of fluoride with a unique combination of natural charcoal lemon mint and zinc President has been educating Ghanaians on how to brush their teeth for 25 years call us toll free 0800-161-000 or talk to a dentist for free now make that big move with the GCB personal loan uh, GCB is your biggest and the largest bank mm. in Ghana they are offering salary account holders personal loans in less than 24 hours to fund their next big move if you are interested get in touch with GCB on 0800-422-422 for further inquiries season is apply GCB is your bank for life Heritage Christian University College is set up to provide a missing link in tertiary education through conviction character development creativity compassion and community it's accredited by GTEC and affiliated to the KNUST and UCC they are at Amasaman behind the Olympic Stadium if you are interested in whatever they are offering call them on 0547 or 0202 to enroll in the January 2024 admissions Heritage Christian University College educating compassionate entrepreneurial leaders now Lokuze is still around but this time they are in a new sleek 330 ml can with the same energy that we've known for years now you can go about your day with even more swag as you drink lucozade from your new sleek can lucozade restore your energy and this ad is fda approved now for 40 years provident insurance has been your trusted insurance provider they welcome all of us to a new year and they're saying that insure your new car or renew your existing motor insurance policy from now to the end of march and get a free gift such as fuel coupons and several other branded provident souvenirs rush now for your insurance cover t's and c's apply and remember with provident man uh, you, you are covered, covered. <laughs> enterprise insurance leader in the general insurance since 1924 celebrates 100 years anniversary with the yafinia motor insurance promotion one lucky winner will drive off in a brand new nissan kicks suv first and second runners uh, runner-ups will jet off to dubai all expense paid to win 
purchase or renew your vehicle insurance with Enterprise between January and June 2024. Monthly raffle draws offer you lovely laptops, TVs, microwaves, fridges, and more. Also win instant free fuel coupons and gifts. So visit any Enterprise Insurance branch or call your broker or agent. Call us directly on 0302-634-777. Lots of comments on potential roads, but let me say quickly happy birthday to Mali Dia from Christian Saint Honorable Lydia Seram Al Hassan, MP for Ayawaso West Wagon. That's the message coming in to you this morning. Uh, uh, a couple of quick points on this issue of the roads and the ones that need to be done, the ones that have been done which are useful. A useful road is the Boteman Road connecting to motorway. This is coming from mm. Kojo. Yep. Uh, University Farm Tunnel is not good. I think you said uh, motorway, the overlay has worked. It's east traffic, you say. Mm. Shaman ran about. Jesus is Lord. I don't know what you mean by <laughs> that one. Uh, Bernard, please wish my daughter, Uwelom Jokoto. Happy birthday from dad, Koshi Jokoto. She turned 18 yesterday. That's coming in from your dad. And uh, Bernard, the road from Galilea. Mm-hmm. On Kasua Road, Kasua. after the toll gate, through nurses' quarters, to avoid using the Kasua Main Road, it's a very useful road that has to be revamped. I think the road that was done, it has mm-hmm. to be redone. That's what you're saying. Uh, Christian says, Bernard, regarding Skies Point, there's a road called the Old Winneba Road Old that is meant to go from Accra at Amils High Street okay. by the sea right through to Winneba. It's now completely okay. gone and non-existent. That road must be redone and it would be super. That's coming in from Christian. And somebody sent me a, a possible sea road. Doable but extremely expensive. You said this is Tony Asaris, an urban planner. He says, Bernard, this is possible. He sends me a picture of a road that's been done over the sea. Mm. Uh, here's Jude. He says, the road from Dodoa to Medina is extremely bad. It needs to be fixed. I best a tie on mm. that road, you say. Uh, Bernard... We still have a major traffic management issue at School Junction, though. As for motorway, the pothole filling with the asphalt has made it far more motorable than before. So many people seem to agree that asphalt on motorway is not such a bad thing. Vicentia says Major Mahama Road linking Spintex, Burma Camp, and Chado. Sweet. Very helpful road. Sweet. There is also Bortiman Road through Ajay Kojo, Santor Community 22, mm. Global Ajay Kojo. Very, very good road indeed. Here's a funny message I got. Good morning, Bernard. The people of Santor greet you. <laughs> In your acknowledgement <laughs> speech comment concerning your road, you mentioned our road having been constructed to Santor Junction. <laughs> you know how our people, the politicians, behave. Your mere mention of Santor in your statement will cause them to bundle Santor Road <laughs> among completed roads and quote you as a credible witness. Yeah, Please, Santor Road is still a shock absorber oh, destroying, lower arm bending, oh, and a death trap route. Needing your attention, Santo Hillary from Santo. Oh my god, you know what I like about this? No. The road is a shock absorber, destroying <laughs> and lower arm bending. bending. My god, <laughs> this one is called my god. More comments on roads. I have one coming in yes. from Koforidua. Good morning, city. Please kindly have time again and visit Koforidua to Nkrakang, Muhunya, mm-hmm. Otopolu mm-hmm. to Asesewa and mm-hmm. Akinting Roads. The road has... Akateng. 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 Oh, Akateng. 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 Oh, right. uh-huh. the, yeah, yeah. Oh, I've even visited Akateng before in about town. Oh, Akateng. my God. Akateng. Akateng. Yeah. <laughs> it's near the Volta. Yeah. The road has become very... Oh. 
bad and the dust emanating from it uh, kills the soul and businesses on that stretch almost all the major roads in the eastern region have become death traps and killing innocent souls and businesses Kufuria to mm. Manfi very bad Kufuria to Suhum terrible the contractor on the Kufuria to Nkrakang to Asesewa has abandoned the road mm. and the sadness is the dust that is killing our souls and businesses because oh, of no watering mm. no watering is ongoing mm. uh, the future is pregnant <laughs> Proverbs 29 2 that's how you end it a lot of comments on roads yes. that are coming through let's go through Correct. some of them there is an undersea road in virginia usa it is possible sky is right too. that road actually did exist from dansman through to winneba it's called the old winneba road mm. shalom kennedy amwa sender through bernard there is accra winneba road from choco it passes through glyphe through fana through pambros and it ends up at uh winneba through kokobite good morning Bernard and Co. I support building the road along the sea as proposed by Richard. Currently, there is a motorable road from Winneba to Senya without using the M1, so government can continue to link Senya to Kokrobite and finally to Dansoman. This can be done without uh, necessarily going through. I missed that. Yeah, without necessarily, necessarily going through. Uh, without necessarily going near the sea mm -hmm. this is from matthew and whatever mm -hmm. have a blissful working day brothers thank okay. you same right. to you mm -hmm. good morning bernard and team ben talking about the possibility of building a road on the sea the answer is yes it's mm. absolutely possible the okay. famous bosphorus bridge in istanbul is over the sea linking the asian and european parts of istanbul okay so it's possible from dansoman to whenever all right this is coming from baba rafik in istanbul Turkey. Istanbul. 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 Yes. Good morning, the, brother and team. Good morning. There used to be a road called the Old Winneba Road. Yeah, I read that already. Good. So this is coming in for more people. Yeah. University Farm Road. This is coming from Kwame Black Major. He's saying it's, it's the best he's seen. Mm. Good morning, Bernard and team. It's good to hear some roads have been done. Mm. But the Kwashibu Road connecting Santa Maria Ajay. to the N1 as an alternative to the Kwashiman Road has been uh, deteriorating. This year's rainy season will absolutely mean the road cannot be used any longer mm. due to enhanced erosion okay good morning team morning good news from oeb talk to me the road works seem to be underway okay the only problem is that my favorite kinky at Amrahia will be relocated to god <laughs> knows where mm. abando is worried about kinky mm. all right so good morning bernard morning. my name is daniel and i stay at afenia and work at aquitema la paz mm. wow mm. i have to start the journey at 4 a.m every morning mm -hmm. at 4 a.m just to beat traffic the day i will oversleep Wahala. Mm. I reached the office by 11 a.m. Oh no. Mm. And I'm sure my boss will ask me to go home one day. Uh, I stay in traffic on the motorway through to Afienia and I spend over four to five hours only in traffic. I get home around 10 to 11 p.m. Please wow. tell the government to come and fix our road. Okay. Afienia to Tulaku roundabout is hell. We'll take you to the Pokwasi Road shortly. Yeah. Uh, there's been a lot of complaints about the dust that that project is emanating, yeah. the bumpy nature of the road that is being done. Here's a quick overview of that report. This is the Ofankwa to Insam Junction project. The project is a 33.4 kilometer stretch on both sides. When completed, would have a number of interchanges, footbridges, and underbridge. 
well, motorists and commuters who use this road or this project or this stretch on daily basis are complaining about the dusty nature of the road. And they know that the people are staying around and they need, they, they need to water this thing maybe late in the evening. So early in the morning people are coming and they are crossing, they don't have any dust in their dresses and they, are, they will bring in the dust and all these things. If I come here with that and I get this thing, Qatar uh, or this thing, I feel having, I don't feel comfortable with the, with the dust. They should be doing daily. That's my problem. They should be watering here. Yeah. They should water this place daily. Government let me and one man Casanova be beyond for my behind because those are not be beyond to a heavier and Coso. Who called them one? That's the power we will grab for them as senior man. It's best, sir. I've governed the different contract now, Mamma dear. And a moment, I say, any time you're only so bad, never goof crowns and then foot to ride. I call, yeah, we are Muko, Mabaha, or Muko. Oh, maybe you about to offer some book break. Talk from Uko break, no. Oh, maybe you two o'clock. It's a foot to dust, and In fact, once a Mr. Nurse was in fifty me by you, a hammer. But that's that's the Musa Copim said, I It is Mucha, Mamas, our master, Omo Mansion, Cosomay, Gana, you will see you, young Cotto. It's a moment, what a kind of my young. Mr. Fusion, Tikaba, Romu, where was Uncle Woodinsu? And you go to the way, maybe, Futuran, never back from a cry. Uh, yes, I will come to my baby crown, who say. No one come across into what I've been a decay before me, who say. Saka, Banamitina, before Omechimuna may call you. There was somebody who goes to Nesadia, they be accidents with you. Chief Resident Engineer for the Ofanko to Insam Junction Project Engineer Kavana Bimpon says that the contractors on the project are aware of the dusty nature of the road and steps have been initiated to get the situation addressed. You know, requirements that dust is kept to the minimum or to the lowest level and what we have been doing in the past and of course still is the use of water that is as um, a dust suppression material and we realized that in the past one to two months there have been a number of challenges and these challenges have all come together to give us the problem that we are facing today. The first one has to do with the number of water bowsers uh, that we are using on the road. There have been um, some mechanical failures which they have tried to resolve that has reduced the numbers on the road. At a point we had to bring in private tankers to these have they largely helped. But then the other challenge has been with the weather. The dry weather has uh, ensured that even though we are watering or trying to suppress the dust and also coupled with the volume of traffic on the road, within a short time, the surface dries up. And then we, so you, for instance, there from Ofanko to White House, you'll find out that we have a tanker that is working almost the whole day. First and foremost, I must apologize to um, motoring public because this is not our desire. I've seen some uh, social media posts that their lives matter. Yes, indeed, each person's lives matter. And we do not intend to worsen the plight of motorists, more so the, those who live, the inhabitants who live in, the close, or in close proximity to the project. We will endeavor 
to try and continue uh, to ensure that we suppress dust, even within the challenges that we have. We further added that the project is close to 40% complete. We have uh, done approximately 40% of the project. And um, as you may have seen, the initial part of the work, which is mainly the concrete works and drainage, that is what takes a lot of time. And we've done more than 60 to 70% of our retaining walls. The cross drainage structures have um, probably 80 to 90% completed. We have started the U drains, which is the longitudinal drains, and they are also progressing steadily because we need to do all these things before we can start with the road works. And when I say road works, the pavement works, um, the earthworks have been also largely completed. Motorists, commuters, and individuals staying or living along this road, that is the Ofankotu in some junction stretch, are urging the contractors to address the issue of the dust on this project. Reporting for City News, my name is Philippi Latte. 831 Philip Nilate bringing an update on that road. On the line is Ahmed Nasiriate, PRO or Head of Communication at the Ministry of Roads. He's joining us to talk about that project as well as the motorway. Nasir, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Bernard Avle and your team. Wonderful. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. This is the first time we are going to speak this year wonderful many happy returns as well so our reporter just said that road is 40 percent complete how well is it progressing and um what else can you tell us about the ofanko to sawam road well um, the good news about the ofanko in sawam road that is being handled by one of our own a local contractor Ghanaian uh, contractor who is doing a wonderful work and to link it to the motorway is the same contractor who won the motorway contract and who is also going to contra uh, construct the motorway for us. So it's a good news that in Ghana we have contractors with the capacity to build sets, um, set, to do such projects for us. And this is what we've been doing at the ministry, building capacities of local contractors. But let's come to so 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 this is a GOG contract, right? This is, this no, it's a no 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 it's a loan. It's a it's a it's a loan facility. Oh, okay, so it's not a government of Ghana. It's a loan. Okay. It's, it's not government so when are they due to finish? Facility. When when do you know the date for ex expected finish? Do you know? The date for expected is early next year, but the, the substantial completion will be by November this year. In fact, by November, December this year. You should see asphalt on the road. You should see at least three of, three of the interchanges on that road completed. What will be left will be the Amasama interchange to be complete. Or, and then maybe the, the uh, Insawom um, dancing interchange. The otherwise, by November, this road should be substantially completed. Wonderful. What's happening on the motorway? Is it, um, are we putting asphalt on the whole motorway or just parts of it? But, but, but I'll come to the motorway in a bit, but I just want to, I, I listened to your report and I, I listened to the reporter talking about dust and all that. Yeah, it's true that due to the Hamatan um, 
the dark situation on that road has gotten worse. Um, the Hamatan and driver's behavior is making the situation very worse because the contractor has improved the road in terms of the riding surface. Drivers usually speed on the road, and it is also uh, making the dark situation worse on the road. So going forward, the driver, the contractor is going to introduce some speed ramps and try to limit the space because now you have five lanes, and so people are just driving and they don't slow down, and it's cost is uh, contributing to the dust the dusty situation we have on the road. So if the contractor has informed us that he's going to take steps to to make sure that as he continues to water sections of the road to, to reduce the dust, we're going to take other steps like uh, putting some ramps at some intervals so that drivers can slow down. So we we'll take this opportunity to appeal to drivers also that this is a construction zone. So when you are driving through that lane, Although you can see because the, the, the road is fairly uh, smooth, although we've not put any bitumen on it, but we will appeal to drivers to slow down when they are using that section of the road. Wonderful. Let's talk about the motorway. The asphalt work that's going on, is it for the whole motorway or just selected portions? <laughs> Thank you very much, Bernard. Bernard. Um, you know the motorway. We are now staff. We've handed over the, the the site to the contractor. The contractor has fully mobilized now to site. What is happening is that the contractor has the responsibility to maintain the motorway in terms of the driving surface and also uh, traffic management as he constructs uh, the new motorway. And so, to in order to improve the flow of traffic. The, uh, the contractor undertook Cessna repairs. So he did asphaltic overlay on sections that were very bad. Uh, I think uh, asphaltic, uh, the thickness of it was about four inch asphalt was put on sections of the motorway to improve the driving surface. So when you go to the motorway now, you, you will not find those traffic dams that you used to have on the motorway. What is going to happen is that the contractor is going to start the construction with the three-lane express uh, urban uh, highway, three-lane urban highway on both sides. It is when he finished constructing the urban highway, then we move the traffic from the current motorway onto the urban highway and then reconstruct the current motorway to concrete finishing. In fact, the motor, this current motorway, the contractor is as part of this contract is going to raise it up a bit and then put another concrete on it. So that is the, the plan for the motorway. So just to be clear, what has started is actually the motorway expansion, but this is just the first phase, right? What has started is the motorway expansion project that has started. The first phase is going to concentrate on the 19.5 kilometer Akatema motorway, and that is what the contractor is currently working on. So the asphalt he's putting is to make the current motorway more usable while he builds the alternative route. That's while what... he builds the urban expressway that is trailing the trailing on the other side. So because we don't want to disrupt 
uh, uh, traffic on the motorway is. If you want to start the construction with the current motorway, you are going to create uh, chaos on the motorway. And so the, the idea is that we first start with the three-lane express urban highway, construct that when we are done with it, move the traffic from the current motorway onto the urban expressway and then reconstruct the motorway. So this three-lane urban expressway is on both sides, right? It's on both sides. So you are talking about six lanes. So when that is done and we move traffic there, then the two-lane motorway will be fixed as well. Exactly. So at the end of the day, we'll have five lanes going, five lanes coming. Is that what you're doing? Five lanes going, five lanes coming. But it's going to be said that the current two-lane motorway, or let's say four-lane motorway, is going to exist in its form. That is going to be a, a, a motorway that if there will be no access. Once you enter, you, can, you, you cannot come out. It's from one end to the other end. You cannot come out. But with the, with the urban express highway, you can get on it and go off and come back. So the, the urban express highway will be made from asphalt from the beginning. But when you, beginning. when you finish that, the motorway itself, are you going to use concrete or you use asphalt throughout? It's going to be concrete. The motorway itself is going to be concrete as it is now. So just we will remove the, the current concrete which has um, outlived its lifespan and put some borders under it, rebuild the base, and then put the concrete over it again. What is the time frame for the various phases? So you are doing the three-lane, the, the three-lane urban expressway. We are in February. Today is thirty-first January. When will the three lanes be done? And then when will the motorway, as it exists now, be redone? We expect that um, currently the contractor is is engaged in a relocation of service lane, which are in the right of way, that is electricity and water. We expect that by November, the express highway should be substantially completed. And for us to commence the the motorway itself. So by November, the three lane express highway on either side will be finished. Then yes. traffic will move there. Then you will start yes. the motorway, which will be in. A, once you enter, you are not coming out to reach Tema. Exactly, exactly. And how long would that one take? The project itself. The project itself is about. Um, uh, 40, uh, 40, uh, 40, 40 months, two and a half year uh, project. It's about two and a half year project. So two and a half years, two and a half years is 30 months, 30 months, not 40. Yes, yes around, around 30 months, yes. What is the cost of the overall project? Come again? What is the cost of the project? The, the approval we received from Parliament was for... Three hundred and thirty-eight million dollars. So that's that's the figure we are working with. Three hundred and thirty-eight million dollars project. Three hundred and thirty-eight million dollars. Is this a loan? Yeah, around that. Uh, around that. Yes. I don't have the figure. Yeah. Up, but and I, 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 if I could yeah. recollect, it's about three hundred and thirty-eight million. And it's a loan from where? Well, this this money is being. You see, is, uh, the the Ghana is. Uh, in, in, 
investment gift, the Ghana Invest Infrastructure Investment Fund is the one bringing the, uh, the, the, the money on board. So it's a PPP project. You know, the entire motorway project is in three phases. This is the first phase we are tackling. We have the second and the third phase that go all the way to new plan. But when, when we did the project, we realized that if you do the project, a PPP project, how the private person to come and through this route will be paying will be so huge and so there was a financing gap uh, if you want to control the tolling on the road so that people pay realistic toll then government must step in and so what is happening now is that government is using its, its portion of the project to construct this section of the road so the money is coming from government government is using two gifts to construct this section of the road. Then, once we have done that, we get a, a private partner to come in to take care of the, sec the second phase and the third phase. So this 338 million is actually just for the first phase? It's just for the first phase. Hey. That is the Akatama, the 19.5 uh, kilometer Akatama motorway, which is now going to be 10 lane, which is now going to have about three or four intersecting this on X. So is is the motorway you see now is going to be a different thing altogether. You are going to have a ten lane motorway, six lanes going to be asphaltic finishing, four lanes going to be concrete finishing. You are going to have about three uh interchanges on it. You are going as part of this uh, amount of money that I've mentioned to you they are going to remodel Tetekwashi. They are going to take care of uh, the traffic at the Polo uh, intersection traffic light to make sure that you don't have an overflow from Tetekwashi where there will be traffic at the Polo um, traffic light. So they are going to do something like uh, uh, underpass or something over there to take care of that traffic also. So all these it comes within the, the, the sum that wow. I've mentioned. And all of this is the 338. So that's phase one. Yes. And this is all Ghana Infrastructure Investment Fund. This is brilliant news to hear. In the meantime, what about the motorway, the Tema runabout project that connects the Tema to Ashaiman, connects Tema to Dowenya? You know, they finished phase one of that. I think that was initially financed by either the Japanese or the British, I'm not sure, the, the motorway interchange project. What can you tell us about that, if you know what I'm talking that, about? That project is being funded by the Japanese government. It's a grant from the Japanese government. As we speak, the last update I received indicated that that project is about 40% completed. What is happening is that most of the publication for that project is being done off-site. So if you say 40% complete, maybe when you go there now with your, your, your layman's eye, you may not see much. But most of the publication is completed. And once we get the pillars up, we just have to install, uh, do the installation. You see, you see the uh, interchange uh, uh, coming up. And so the project currently stands 
at uh, about 40% complete. So, so I'm assuming that this motorway expansion you just described will link up to this road that the Japanese are doing, the interchange project, right? Yes, it will link up to it. It will link. In fact, there will be a bit remodeling of that Shamai interchange also mm. to link the new road that we are we are we are that we are the new motorway that we are constructing now let's talk about let's talk about another road that connects the motorway the santor okay let me before santor the school junction to bottoman road is almost done it's done now if but i think there's just one phase because people still have to use a small tunnel to connect to to the tema sakumono areas if they are crossing from from um Ashalibotwe into Tema. So by that I mean fa- the, the road from school junction to, to Boteman is like a phase one. I I suspect there has to be either a tunnel redone or an overpass so that people can actually cross into Tema and cross into community eighteen. What can you tell us about that project? So as part of the motorway redevelopment, there's going to be an interchange at community eighteen. That will take care of this problem. So there's, there's and is this is this interchange a uh, part of the ten lane expansion or a do exactly. is the same guy? No, it's part. It's part of the ten lane. That is what I'm saying. As part of the redevelopment, there's going to be about three interchanges on that stretch. I think at the abattoir also, you are we are going to have an interchange over there. So there's going to be a three a three interchanges on that 90.5 kilometer stretch. To take care of for this uh, crossing from the western eastern side also to mm. the yes, so there'll be three interchanges three interchanges on the motorway the first one being the Boteman yes. to community eighteen interchange yes the second one yeah, will, 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 will be which one at um, abattoir 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 where the abattoir is uh, the third one I I don't have I'm not my, sure all right let's to, let's talk about another road that is the motorway so flower pot to uh, East Legon goes over the motorway and yes. connects the motorway. The last time I did an interview on that road was in July 2023. I spoke to one of the project managers and he said to me on air that the diversion, because there was a diversion that if you were coming from Burma Camp, you had to take around the Assemblies of God Church. That diversion would last till 31st October, right? So that that diversion, by, by November, that diversion would have been finished and the road will continue. As I speak to you today, 31st January, we still use that diversion. There is a lot of traffic at Palace Flower Pot every day. So answer why that diversion has taken so long. And number two, tell us when that project will be done. Well, that project should be, again, substantially completed this year. In fact, Bernard, uh, once we get the bridge over the motorway, once we get that completed, and then we, uh, we complete the building the ramp joining that bridge that for the earthwork it shouldn't take much time to complete the 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 most difficult aspect of it is constructing the bridge and so um there's been a little bit delay i don't have the full details but i can assure you that once we finish with the bridge we will tackle the earthwork and that project should be done before the end of the year okay now two roads have been mentioned on this show a lot of times, but we don't seem to see any project, any, any progress. So the Abokobi, Teiman, Oyarifa road has been mentioned many times, but 
there does not seem to be any. I don't know if you know the road I'm talking about. Abokobi Tem and Oyarefa Road. It's not been given any attention. Then the road that links you from Adenta to Dodoa. That road was supposed to be Sinohydro. That's the first time a Sinohydro list was published. That road was in there. This is like 2019 matter. As I talk to you, that road is in a really, really bad shape. Right? This is the alternative route from Greater Accra to Eastern Region through Dodoa. That road is so bad. And we haven't had anything. What's the what's the status update on that? Well, uh, Bernard, a good news about Denta Dodoa. Your own guy, Oswald, has been given that contract. Um, I think um, somewhere before the end of the year or early part of this year, the minister handed sight to, to the contractor. As I speak to you, the contractor is undertaking some clearing and it's a design and build road and also doing, taking the various point to do the design and then start building the road. Uh, I can assure you maybe by the end of February or early first, early March, you will see massive work on that road. And you know how Oswald works. Another brilliant local contractor who has the capacity to build uh, roads that are very, very quality roads. And so... Right. You can rest assured. Yeah, who, who is the funding? Who's, who's, fin- who's financing this? It, it, it's DOG. It's DOG. DOG. In fact, that road, mm-hmm. that road, and the Kaswa Winiba road mm-hmm. has been uh, has been designated as national security uh, priority because of the traffic, the volume of traffic, and the importance of that road, and so. Apart from that road, the Kaswa to Winneba road is also going to be dualized. And the minister also handed over that, that site to another contractor who has also started mm. work, has mm. moved to site. Well, the, so, the last time the last time GOG did a major road, at least when I, as far as I remember, the main Achimota and Sawam road was a GOG project. And it, it had like a four or five year delay with many, many percentages of cost overrun because the more you delay the road, the more expensive it gets. So I'm not I'm not very excited for you to tell me that the Adenta Dodoa Road and the Kaswa Road have been a GOG because GOG roads are notoriously uh, uh, noted for, for delays because the money doesn't come in and the cost overruns are so many. So I, I'm not sure I'm happy to hear that. So I don't know what assurance, assurance you can give me whether the money is already there or we are going to wait for every budget to be read and we'll be doing it tot tot. If that's what you're going to do, then I'm not optimistic at all. Bella, you should be, uh, you should have the confidence that we'll build this road. One, the contractors on the road are very serious contractors. We have hope in them that they'll do a very good job. Two, we've, as I said, we've, we've designated the road as national security priority. And so uh, we have the assurance that funds will be released for this work. In fact, the policy direction of the ministry going forward is to concentrate on roads that are substantially completed and focus on them and complete them. That's why you hear my minister saying that this year is going to be a year of completion. But having done that, we realize that these roads are very critical and if we don't tackle them, in fact, for on a very bad day, if you're on Kaswa to Winneba Road, just from Kaswa to Budugram, you can spend about two, three hours, which is not fair. And so although uh, 
uh, is very tight in terms of financing. Government has made it a priority to do this rule so that we ease the burden of, of Ghana. So, so let me get this clear. You are, you are dualizing the whole Kaswa to Winneba. So from Kaswa to Winneba, there will be two lanes, right? Two lanes left. Is that what you are doing? Exactly. And how long will this pro- how long will this project take? What's the what's the estimated time of finishing, and what's the bu- the, the budget? The the estimated time is 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 close to two years. It's a two year project. Was this in the twenty twenty four budget? That's what I'm saying. I have to check, but that's why I'm saying that the roads have been designated as national security priority because of the dangers it posed in terms of wrecks in terms of time consumed on that road and everything. So it has been designated as a national security priority. And once it has been designated as a national security priority, funding will be made available to make sure that these roads are... are Well, it's one thing to declare a road national security priority. I just will check to see because I don't recall... I don't know if this is an appropriation, but I don't recall hearing this mentioned in the budget. But we'll check this because if if it's not in the budget, then we don't know but fair enough i won't, I won't push you too much just just a, a, a final couple questions and thanks for staying with us um I, arguably the most important road in ghana is the Accra Kumasi road based on what is being done now what percentage of Accra Kumasi would you say has been dualized ah it would be difficult for me to say in terms of percentage okay so find out for me find out find out for us you agree with me you agree with me that once you are able to dualize uh, um, the or bypass, once you are able to dualize Oyinim, dualize Inglesi, dualize Konongo, if you have these four bypasses in addition to the dualization from Insawu, uh, from Opankor all the way, then you can you can be assured that the driving time from Akka to Kumasi should be reduced for with for about uh, an hour and thirty minutes reduction in the driving time or traveling time from Accra to Kumasi. But as to the percentage that will be dualized, I'll need to check and come back to you. So fair enough. In addition to that, I need more information on the costs of the two roads we mentioned, the Adenta Dodowa Road, the Kasua to Winneba Road. We need information about the timelines because we need to follow up on those roads as, as well. Um, just a, a final thought about putting asphalt on concrete. So do they break the asphalt, do they break the concrete base before they put the asphalt or they just put the asphalt on top of the concrete? Because it, it's, it's quite an interesting approach to use. Can you comment on that for me? Yes, uh, Bernard, let's, 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 put, let's put this in perspective. Let's know that these are just temporal measures. It's just a temporal measure. Whatever we've done over there is not what is going to, it's not the, the final thing. It's just a temporal measure to improve the flow of traffic. I did mention to you that we are going to reconstruct the entire motorway to concrete finishing. And so these are just temporal measures that we've put in place. And I believe it's working. I heard some comments from some of your listeners that, well, they now like how improved the, 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 the motorway is. And that is the effect we want to have. So this is just a temporary measure. And sorry for, for a few more questions. So as I said, I have been using the um, uh, 
Atema to Dowenya to Pram Pram to yeah, Committee 25. I use that road almost every week now because we go to the voter region for our project. I noticed a number of abandoned runabout projects. I don't know whether they are overhead bridges or something, but when you drive from Tema and you are going to Central University, you see at least five where the, you take some some runabout which is incomplete. There's some bridge which is being done which has been left. I don't see anybody on site. I see a lot of potholes and I see a lot of traffic. What's happening on that road? Why? Why is the why is the thing so clumsy? What's happening? Yeah, Bernard, you know that road from Tema to Aflao was a project to dualize that. I think a large section of that, I forget the kilometers, but a contractor was on that road uh, uh, to, to dualize that road. It has a local partner. First, I was a local partner to the contractor. Unfortunately, due to the debt exchange program, the, the road has thawed. But you see that as part of that construction, there was supposed to be, we will have an interchange at Pung, that's what you see there. The wingline, there was going to be an interchange over there. And I think other places on that stretch will have some interchanges. So there's a plan to dualize that road to some, there's a kilometer that is going to be dualized towards. Uh, I don't have the detail now. But, uh, but who, 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 who was who was fin- which financing instrument was being used for that? It's a, it's, a, it's, it's a loan facility. I don't have the details with me, but right. it's a loan facility that has been affected by the debt exchange program. Mm. We are we are hopeful that in the in, in very soon in few weeks time, government will complete negotiation with its creditors, and most of these projects like the the it may be useful it may be useful in your your preparation for our next interview to also give us the list of debt exchange affected road projects because you see when i come on there and tell somebody that oh we are doing adenta dodoa we are doing kasua to winiba gog is financing it and the person drives on the Dawenya Road and sees this road as abandoned. He sees the testing uh, extension abandoned. I'm wondering, is, uh, how are you? How are you? You started a project, you've not finished, and yet you're announcing a new one. Do you get me? It it, it seems incredulous. Like you've been doing this testing road for a long time and it's not going anywhere. You are doing these interchanges. Obechebilamte is also stalled, and then you are telling me that oh, the National Security has prioritized the Adenta Dodoa Road. It has prioritized the the Winneba Kaswa Road, and therefore it's going to, I, I I'm not sure. I buy that. So I feel like you need to be very clear on, as a ministry, not you as a person, on which roads have been affected by debt exchange and how the debt exchange affected the road. Because it's very easy to say debt exchange affected the road. Has it affected the loan in terms of what? The principal, the payment plan? Is it, What's the problem? Because the road has not been finished, right? So how has a debt exchange affected the project that has not been fully delivered? Do you get me? Have they, did they finish financing the road and we can't pay? Or is it that we owe them another amount that they said? I mean, I don't, I don't buy that thing like debt exchange has affected the Bernard, Bernard, How? Bernard, Bernard, the credit, the way the credit facility works, the contractor will work and raise certificates, and the bank will honor the certificate by paying the contractor. So if you announce that you are not, you are unable to pay the contractors or honor the certificate that will be raised, the contractor cannot go, cannot continue to work. 
That is how it works. It's a credit facility, but it sits. I'm not a finance person, but what I understand is that this is a credit facility that sits in a bank somewhere. The contractor works, raise certificates, and then uh, the banks uh, pay the contractor, and he continues to work. So if you announce that you are unable to honor your your credit and pay, then the contractor cannot work. So that's how the debt testing has affected the project. And when you have a project where you've already committed uh, funds to it, and due to such challenges, you are unable to carry on or there's temporary suspension, you cannot go and devote another right. fund financing yeah. fair, fair enough. for it. Fair enough. And that, again, you cannot do that. Fair enough. And because you are not from the Ministry of Finance, I won't push too much. But the reason I push is that, I, I press is that, you know, we've done the DDE. There is the bilateral one, which is with countries like France, UK, US, China. Then there's the Eurobond one, right? And then the other banks. So I'm not saying you, but there has to be clarity on which specific creditors we are talking about. Do you understand? Because we, it, it, this is a transparent discussion. So we, we, as I sit here, part of my money in my investment fund got a haircut because I was contributing to government paying back its debt. So I have paid for the debt testing. DDE was 80% successful. Do you get me? Then there's the, the the bilateral one that the government just announced. They have a significant agreement for which the IMF gave us $600 million. Okay? Then the World Bank also gave us another $300 million. Then there's now the Eurobond one and then the other ones that have to be dealt with. So I'm just saying that, you know, there has to be more detail so we believe because you've also spoken about lots of projects motorway project 338 million dollars right that's a lot of money so yes nasir thank you for for all the in updates hopefully we can have a system where we can track these uh these timelines because almost always we get oh it's a six-month project it's a two-year project then we find out that the road is not done people are complaining there's also no real rubric for knowing which roads you choose to do and which ones you don't choose to do for example the ashesi road right Berkusu road it was announced some money from kuwait or something i i the road is still not done and there are many many roads like that so the ministry itself i remember last year or so you launched uh, i think the npp launched some website where they had all these projects maybe the ministry should have a tracker of roads on its own site so that we can all so in the morning i'll not be disturbing you like this right you can go and have your house yeah. whilst i just go on your website and i track do you follow but it makes it very difficult for public accountability if every time we have to keep chasing different road projects at different places funded by different people and it's always a different story so please take this as feedback <laughs> to you and your team but thank you i really appreciate your time and always being available to talk to us. I really do. So thank you, Ahmed Nasir Yate. Have a good morning. Thank you very much, Bernard. Wonderful. Thank you very much. So that's a PRO of the ministry. Great talking to him, right? Yeah. He, he, I mean, he's doing his work. Yeah. But don't you think it would be much easier to just have this tracker or something? On their website. Charlie. You just go and then you get the updates for yourself. You know, and it's because on. I can't even yeah. remember all the roads in an interview. And even if I did, yeah. it would be impossible to ask him all. And it's, you But you know, Ghana has so many roads. How Hello. much would it take to simply have this tracker to say, where you just go on it they update it yeah you know it's it's once in a while occasionally you see some facebook pages that promote government projects share roads and all of that the ministry also sometimes share on its socials some roads the minister especially when the minister goes to inspect the road projects they receive photos of those but 
like you're saying, if you put together a, a proper something, system a, to a template on you see, your So you can go online and see, right. yes, the dashboard will tell yeah. you the roads which are GOG yeah. on one side, yeah. the roads which are from grants, yeah. the roads which are from commercial loans Correct. and whatever, PPP roads. Then it will give you the specific period of time. The status. Status of the road. Which phases have been reached? Yeah. Which contractor is on duty? Yeah. What are the issues? This is readily updated with yeah. visuals. Yeah. This is how you account to the people. And then people can also give you feedback. Yes. So that if what you have on your dashboard is not what is the reality, yeah. they can call you and you say, know, okay, we have seen this, yeah. but then this is the new update Tell on me. the road XYZ. You know? we, we, we make it, we, the, the reason this is important is otherwise the whole thing becomes propaganda. Yeah. NDC versus MPP. And you know, whether you're NDC or MPP, you want a road. Yeah. Even if I am NDC, I want to know the state of the road in my area, whether it is working or not. And what does what that does is that in the event of a change of a government, we can there must follow. be continuity. Exactly. And then also be transparency to know exactly. which contractors are getting which roads. Super. What is their capacity? Why are these ones getting... You know, it, it makes things easier for all of us. Precisely. So I really think that the, the Ministry of Roads must work with the Ministry of Information yeah and possibly highway and all these guys yeah. finance ministry to come up with something yeah. a proper system because look when we mention a road on a radio show it gets the most response because everybody's concerned that's true people are willing to engage people are willing to give feedback yeah. analyzing roads so for example like feedback on road usage yeah. for example have they even done a, a an a environmental impact assessment on the road that they are doing in uh, in in in, in Pukwase? Yeah. because here you have dust every day and the people are complaining. Do you get me? So the community engagement is an issue. Environmental protection, the impact it's having, and the user experience also. While the project is underway, how are the people interfacing with it? What's the consequence of the the side effects, for want of a better word? It, it is very, very important. Indeed. Let's read a few more comments mm -hmm. on roads. Don't forget that today we have Effective Living Series and we're speaking to Enterprise Yes. at... Uh, I think this is around 9.20ish, yeah. right? Because yeah. I, I want to finish this up. Yeah. Around 9.20ish um, on the show. Yes. And who's our guest? We have Michael Otulabi. He's the Assistant General Manager, Broker-Led Distribution Enterprise Insurance. Mm -hmm. And the topic is Managing Business Risk for Organizational Resilience. So Apioko is the uh, host yeah. of that segment. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's read a few more comments on roads. Can I please ask him about Nungwa Interchange. There is no maintenance on that road, mm. And it's getting devastating each day. Mm. What about Kwabenya Brekusu Ketase that came up as well? I, asked, I didn't, I didn't yeah. know what happened to that road. <laughs> I think First Car was also the local partner but for not, that road. So mm -hmm. I, I was there yesterday. Mm -hmm. So if, you, if you're if you using Ketase towards Ashesi, that site is being done. Okay. You see that there are machines. So Ketase, that's a bridge site yes. to Ashesi. Kwa, I thought Kwabenya was better. Now Kwabenya is worse. So if you're going to Ashesi, it's better to use, use Ebri. Ebri. If you Oh, my, I've had to change my lower arm, you know. So, so that's Kitase. Yes. That side is being done. down. Okay. Yeah. But from Kwabenya up, man. It's not good. You have to go to Abusokai. Oh, Lord. All right. A few more comments. <laughs> Bernard, what they have done is more expensive than concrete. So why do they patch with bitumen and not concrete mix? Anthony from Bawe Sender through Hello City. Mm. Please don't forget to ask of the school junction, Santo Aje Kojo Asha. Oh, I forgot Road. to ask about Santo. Santo. You mentioned oh it, but you didn't oh ask it. You know, there's so Santor much to do. Santo is Oi. so bad. You know, when I was getting my building, yeah. 
somebody says I should go when you get to the end of that road, yes. if you turn right, right Santo, Santo. if you turn left, hey, 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 if hey. I turn right, hey, well, hola. <laughs> whoever told me to turn no, left, maybe it would have been done. You know, no, no. Uh, if I know, yes, Charlie you know, Santo road, there Santo is, no is trouble. It's terrible. I promise, and Jacob promise. Mm. There's a place called Pro- it's not promising at all. Please ask him of that Kosome Tema Road, yeah, that project too. Please, when they dualize the Kaswa to Winneba, won't it push the traffic to Winneba a palm instead? Power coffee from the side. They are pushing the traffic. They will push the traffic to Ivory Coast. They will push it down to reach Ivory Coast. In fact, those who have been to Ivory Coast speak of their roads. My brother. And they say Ivorian roads are top notch. For Cote d'Ivoire, it's um, all about Abidjan and Yamasukuru. Uh, yeah. No, but the, the road from the border. Mm-hmm into Abidjan here is very good. You know you're in a different country. Yeah, it's oh, a three-hour stretch of like tad road all the way through. All right, a few more all comments. Bernard and team, Gulf City can no more be talked about. The routes within Gulf City is an alternative route to the Aflau Road, which uh, could have reduced the massive traffic congestion on the main Aflau Road. There are no more, there are no more portals, but that traps now that uh tankers and cattle ply the same road we need help mm. uh um, from mm. temasenda through all right good morning bernard and team please morning. what is happening to the contractor at the junction mall Nungua? he said okay, that it's uh, been affected by dd <laughs> bernard and team good morning to you all bernardino the market high street linking manette to coastal mm. it's not done at all mm. from tishi malik uh, send that through Brekusu to Ebi Road will ease a lot of traffic at Medina. Mm-hmm. That is true. Uh, <laughs> okay, so better the Apollonia to Afienya Road. It didn't add anymore. Apollonia yeah, to Afienya. Yeah, yes. that's a very important road yeah. to be done as well. The Odumase Amasama Road makes a lot of sense. Mm. It links Amasama to Awoshi. Then you do a U turn to the Pokuase interchange. Mm. My only problem is that there is a bus stop right at the Odumase Junction. Mm-hmm. Please tell my MC, Mr. Wellington. Yeah. Who keeps? Is it not Clem, Clement Wilkinson? Cle- Wilkinson, right? Wilkinson. Who keeps hopping for station <laughs> to? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not happy. Bernard, good morning. He was the bus stop relocated. The Academic City Road, that one too. Mm. The Bosher Road from the Hatcher Street. It's not it's easy. In, it's in the state of Anomi. And this oh, one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hello, yeah, Bernard. Academic City Road. Yeah. Asama Atadeka. 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 Oh my God. Oh no. Through Legon Hills to School Junction. That's the Santoro. Yeah, Santoro. I've seen the start of the road and its progress i've come to love that oh no, no no sorry what is this no no sorry no, this is a good no, so, sorry this is a different road. this so there are two things if you're coming to school junction yes from ashama you can use the santo which is bad yes or you can go to atadeka and use um this is the road that connects to my area okay oh, uh-huh. oh from the other end yes i see from the other end then you come out so that road is really good i get it now it was done by um mary puma no 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 okay uh jo- jo- josh 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 Something Jeshop. No. Um oh my god. What's the name of this contractor? Jeshop. No, he has a name. That's what? Uh something Moose Mohammed something. Okay. Oh, somebody if, should help me. You whatever. It's, it's, it's a really good road. If it's, it's Moose, then I don't know. <laughs> the most useful roads I've used in the last two years, the Kwabenya ACP to Awoshi Road, Gimpa Bypass. Hey, they bypass to there's some new pothole mm. just when you are getting mm. towards the Fiesta Royale. Just more, just more. Okay, thank you. Thank just you. Thank, thank you. Just right. more. That road look, I'll tell you that road is really good. So they did uh, so Oswald did all the way 
from Ajenga not to school junction, school junction to the British International. Yeah. Now, when you turn left Lighthouse Church, yeah. So from my jaw to Danakrom, yeah, East Legon Hills, Jasper has done it all the way to Atadika. Oh, nice. Very good road. Nice. Very, very good road. It's nice. almost finished. So when he finishes the Lighthouse Church, yeah, then they are done. My work oh, has finished. Oh, Lord. No, Ten years. They have to. They have to name some stretch after no, you because you want, no, it's when I was already invest, I was hearing you talk you about that road. <laughs> if you want your road, if you are in a bad area, yes, that you want your road, yes, just give me a house there. <laughs> you come and move there. You talk about everything. Just give me a house in your bad area. So Ivy, Ivy. So if you put in twenty five, yeah, let your mind be. It's a problem. If you, if you give me a house in twenty five every morning, oh, that's, that's how the corruption starts. <laughs> The 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 link of Afienya to Dodoa is very strategic, but in a very bad shape. Mm. You didn't add your name. Ecowas Road, Causeway Road to Pokwase Interchange, uh, Ritz Junction straight to Pokwase Interchange, Francis Lakeside. You're talking about good roads, I mm. guess. Mm. Yeah, the Pokwase Interchange here yeah, is very very nice. Such yes. so if you use the fourth tier from Awoshi towards yep. Kwabenya, but then the traffic starts to meet you along the Joje mm-hmm. to. Veta, Veta, Georgia to Ehi, Georgia to Abo, yes, it needs to be fixed. These are rich sky and Benadabla areas. That Guzuma is my side. Ehi, Afifa, Abo, Agbozuma, strong areas. But the most useful is Awoshi Pokwasi Road. This yes. is Kwabena Otuo from Awoshi. Fantastic Awo road. That's a Netanqua road. Yeah, man. <laughs> Greetings, Bernard and the CTCBS team. Greetings. A bridge road is possible from DC, that's Dansuman, to Cape Coast. Mm-hmm. But we should actually start with a ferry service to carry cars at the same place. Hmm. Uh, that's what I was saying. But I was thinking about the, the currents of the sea. You see, it's different if it's a river. Mm-hmm. But the sea, no. Mm-hmm. But the people go... On, on the high seas anyway so yep. let's just but see how it goes though, the cost. yeah mm. it's another thing good morning city fm morning. the road in uh, that runs in front of casa perico and afrotropic cocoa processing factory to community 18 mm-hmm. will take traffic from the spec off the splinters road this road leads to the motorway all right you didn't add your name thanks for your message mm. and then bernard there used to be an old winnebago yes. road this has been mentioned yes good morning bernard please the road from tema community 12 to clagon mm. is long overdue it's true there was also one from 11 to sakumono right. that has to be done 12 mm. to sakumono right more comments bernard sky is right the old Winnebar Road is still traceable from Kolegon or through Dansoma and the Putuburam traffic is forever deadly. The Budumburim. Uh, the, Budum- the, the, oh, the Liberian the people. The I, I'm going to Liberia. The, the Budumburim camp. Oh, I'm going to the camp. My friends in the camp. Yeah, Good morning to you. Budumburim. Yeah, you know what you I'm see, saying? It's, it's a two-flat bulldog, as I would describe it. Mr. What? Or two flare bulldog. Okay, you mean they they, they can't bite? Thank yeah, you. They are toothless bulldog. Yeah, it's a two flare bulldog. That's how we describe it. Is it what? A two flare bulldog. Okay. You know what you're saying? Toothless bulldog. He was sitting where you are sitting. What was he talking about? He said that their government has become a two flare. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a bull. A bulldog that is too flat. A bulldog can only buy who, who, but it has no teeth. So it's a two flat. It's a completely two flat. A two flat. Oh my god! As I would describe it, with this guy, you know, a two flat. You see, is a two flat bulldog. As I would describe it, Mister What? 
or two flare bulldog. Okay, you mean they, they, they can't bite? Thank they, you. They are toothless bulldog. Yeah. It's a two flare bulldog, as I would describe <laughs> it. I think this should be the voice clip of the year, of the, of the century. It's a two flare. A two flare <laughs> bulldog. Yeah, man. As that's I how I would describe it. <laughs> I don't call it cool. <laughs> a two flare. You know, the first time I said, I said, I was what did you mean? You mean it's toothless? I thought he was referring to what he said, a toothless. <laughs> I used to talk about a gun, a toothless. No, the Liberian vibe is strong. A toothless. Yeah, man. A toothless. It means that the guy said, we don't get toothless. You know, at all. <laughs> so many comments on road this morning. Oh, Call my word. Bernard Skies, right? The old Winneber Road is still traceable. That is true. We've read that already. The most useful road which I used recently would be the Bottoman to School Junction Road. It really made my journey from Clagon to Adenta sometime back a very smooth one. SM, you're absolutely right. There is this road around the Agbogba police station that connects Ridge Junction to Ashraman Estates, passes in front of Academy. I've used it before. <laughs> it also connects to Ashraman <laughs> States, Kwabenya through uh, to the Pukwasi interchange. That road, when completed, can reduce a lot of traffic from Medina yeah, yeah. Atomic Junction to the main atomic stretch. It's currently uh, untied and in a very bad shape. That's true. Mm. Uh, Baki from Tantra Hill sent that through. There's mm. particularly a bridge somewhere mm. along that link, and it's terrible. Hello, city. A flyover from Community 18 to join the motorway mm. so we don't have to go to a shaman through mm. toll booth to yeah. join the Tema across side. Yeah. Uh, you didn't add your name, but thanks for sending that. Somebody said a toothflet in Gami or something else. Oh, is it? No, it's. Oh, but, that's, like but that's that. not too flat. Yeah. That's, that's, that's oh, 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 and then you know this voice Obakia Mon spoke about roots. Yeah, ma. It's yeah. in a state of It's not the drivers of roads in Nigeria that have course been to Nigerian people. No. Uh-huh. It is the it's the responsibility of government. Thank you. Benin or a Lagos road. Uh-huh. It's in a state of Adam. Uh-huh. Yeah. lives and damage social. Those who spoke against the motion were clearly in the majority. We have passed several motions on maintenance of road. In this house, we passed motions on uh, maintenance of road across the nation. What happened to all these motions passed in this house? It is not the drivers of, 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 of lorries and tanks who have brought pains to Nigerian people. No! Rather, it is, it is because of the failure of government. Bini or Lagos Road today is in a state of calamity. So, if the road is in a state of anomie, if driving through the roads is engaging in the macabre dance, culpability is that of government. It will be sardonic, it will be lugubrious, and it will be a state of dismapisma if parliament does not rise this morning. To fix culpability where culpability is. Thereafter, the bill for. Yes, driving on the road will be engaging 
in a mac is a macabre dance. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, oh, you are a big man <laughs> for 15 years. This this voice clip is still real. Solid, <laughs> solid, really. It is the planless, planless. Yes, yes. It's no, that because of the uh, we said because of the high handedness, because of the many givenas in the voice of Katie Hammond, he's unbeatable, undefeated. No, not the uh, population sensor is growing here and there because when we go back from 2010 up to this uh, 2012 you see that we have obtained a, a population growth in the system and so uh, this population grow, growth is is becoming unbecoming in the nation uh, in the nation what in the nation uh, development and you know because every nation is is heading towards you know economic development every nation want to improve in the welfare of what of the society and the society of today is the youth and if the youth are now coming and for instance we as parliamentarians or we as a governance we are not able to support the youth and to give them or to you know prepare them skillfully or train them in their education so that in the near future the nation will also grow and develop well it will be very jeopardized for we the, the, the especially uh, the leaders of what of the of the of the governance or the leaders of the nation A couple of quick announcements on the show this morning. Yes, Bernard, get the best returns on your investment. Invest with iVest, a secured fixed-term investment from Isway that offers so much more with a minimum of 5,000 Ghana cities over a minimum period of three months. Increase your earnings by investing over a maximum period of 12 months. Times are hard, so invest right. Open an iVest account today and invest your way to massive wealth. iVest, real value for real people. Call Isway now on 0596 4843 or text IVEST to 4993 to get started. Isway, your trusted financial solutions partner. Now, the Royal Aroma Obiabe DB promo is back with the bang. You can win electric fans, motorbikes, TVs, microwaves, cash discounts, and more with Royal Aroma. All you need to do is rush to your nearest store and pick up any of the amazing. Royal Aroma bags, 4kg, 5kg, and the fortified 4.5kg. Open the bag, check the coupon to win instantly. This no be try your luck. It's a guaranteed win. Shop. With every bag you buy, Royal Aroma says, Obia Bedibi. Obia Bedibi. Yama. Obia Bedibi. Pacha. Yama. move. Now, the alumni of Swedro Senior High School presents the Swedro Conversations. The Swedro Conversations is the annual thought leadership event by the Old Swestconians Association designed to bring together the brightest minds from industry and academia. The Swedro Conversations 2024 is on the theme Feeding Ourselves as a Nation Perspectives on Revolutionizing Our Agricultural 
fortunes. Date is Monday, 12th February 2024. Venue, Asante Hall, Alisa Hotel, Northridge, Accra. Time is 3 p.m. So join our main speaker, Dr. Roger Canton, and our panelists, PSA Professor Kwame Ajay from Pong, UCC, PSA Dr. Enoch Tham Ajekum, KNUST, and PSA Professor Festus Anof from Pong, UCC, as they delve into practical ways that can revolutionize their Greek sector. Contact your year group president for further details or call our global secretary on 0244-940-493. Semper cum optimus. Always with the best. The Ghana Statistical Service has begun field data collection for the 2024 Ghana Integrated Business Establishment Survey Phase 1. All business units found in Ghana will be enumerated. So if you are a business owner, a business entity, it doesn't matter your size or type, just be available to be enumerated. And the public is being urged to cooperate with the IBES officials to ensure active participation and a successful implementation of this exercise. Now, Standard Water has over 25 years experience in providing quality and refreshing water. They are in 11 regions and they are still expanding. So if you want water, call Standard Water today on 0202-055703-0547-334385. And this ad is FDA approved. When we come back, Effective Living Series is on. It's brought to us by Enterprise. And Effective Living, that's right, is powered by City TV and 97.3 CDFM and is proudly sponsored by Enterprise Insurance at 100, celebrating our legacy, securing our future, and Hallmark Freight and Logistics Ghana Limited. Listen for a key. We will ask a question and give some prizes at the end. Stay tuned. Ciao. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Hello and you're very welcome to the Effective Living Series 2024 right here on City 97.3 FM and City TV. My name is Apioko. Now, what's the Effective Living Series? If you're joining us for the very first time, the goal is very simple. It's to give you everything that you need to empower you to be the best individual that you can be for yourself, for your society, and for the global village in 2024 and beyond. Now this is week four of this series and this week we're talking about business and organizational resilience. So as to whether you're an entrepreneur who's just at the startup level with your business, you're, you know, you've reached medium scale or you're really playing with the big boys and the big girls in industry, business resilience is important and that's what we're talking about this week. Now today in particular we're talking about managing business risk for organizational resilience. I'll have you know that this series is sponsored by Enterprise Insurance. So we're celebrating our legacy and we're securing your, yes you, your future. So my guest this morning is Mr. Michael Tulabi. He's Assistant General Manager for Broker-Led Distribution Enterprise Insurance. Michael, you're welcome. Thank you very much. It's good much. to have you. You've been waiting. When is Enterprise coming? When are they coming? You're here today. We're here. I'm here. You're here. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. Now, managing business risk and organization for organizational resilience. You know, a lot of the time when we think of risk, we don't think about insurance. And I'm sure in your practice, in your work, you've encountered many people who will tell you, oh, as for me, I don't need 
insurance. So I want us to, you know, just get into this. Within the, the context of insurance and then business resilience, let's start from there. What does it mean when we say that a business is resilient? Okay, so thank you very much for having me once it's again. Great to have you. And uh, before I go on to that, let me first explain simply what insurance is about. Okay. It is an agreement between two parties. So one party, the insurance company, agrees to reimburse or indemnify the other party who is the client for certain specified losses. And as a result of that, um, the entity will charge some amount called a premium. Uh, there are two main types of insurances. We have the short term, which is our area, okay. otherwise also called general business. Okay. And then we have the long term, which is non-life. Okay. Okay. Sorry, which is life. 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 So we have life and then non-life. Right. All right. Business resilience means that the entity has what it takes to survive, I mean, changes mm -hmm. in the environment, uh, the ability to absorb shocks, recover from them, and then still continue to stay afloat. So basically, that is what resilience is about. So there are challenges that are about to come within the business environment, your ability to survive them, I mean, makes you resilient. Now, in terms of insurance, what it means is that then, once you've done your risk assessment, you should be able to buy insurances that will protect you so that you can stay afloat, come what may. Okay, so let's start from there. As a business, when we talk about risk assessment, the layman, laywoman's terms, what, what does that mean? All right, so because you are not a professional, um, you need to get somebody to help you. Mm -hmm. the, you can speak to an insurance broker, okay. you can speak to an insurance agent, or you can speak directly to a, the insurance company, in this instance, Enterprise Insurance. Okay. What we will do is to come sit with you, look at your business operations, and then prefer insurance solutions that will safeguard you so in case something happens you don't collapse because fire destroyed your office building that kind of thing yes okay. so now let's talk about resilience in itself business resilience why is it even important to be thinking about i mean you cited an example fire comes along you didn't plan for it it was a weekend everybody's at home you lose everything in a case like that, and in several other cases, maybe theft, I mean, you are the expert. You can tell us what situations would present a case for, um, what, what do we say, where you can indemnify, yes. where you can reimbursement. seek reimbursement, right. you know, for what you've lost. But when you look at business, why is it even important to do this? Because some people skip the step. In fact, a lot do, thinking that, okay, once I have God, I'm good to go. Right. But why is it necessary, if you're a business, that means business to do this? Right. It's important because you establish the business, for the business owner, for the entrepreneur, you establish the business with the objective that you will continue to be in operations in the foreseeable future. Mm. So maybe the accountants will talk about going concern. You didn't set, set up the business to do business just for one month. Mm. You're looking at into the future, all right? So you need to have... Uh, with that objective in mind, the going concern, the fact that you want to continue to be in operation, to do what you are doing, to make your profit, and so on and so forth, you need insurances that will protect you to make sure that if something happens, you don't go down the drain. Okay, yes. wonderful. So now, 
what are the types of insurance coverage? Because I think that that's one of the things that discourages a lot of people. People try to go to Google as a consultant. Indeed, I'm sure there are different price brackets depending on what you settle on. How can you look at your pocket, the coffers of your company, and still benefit from what insurance gives you in terms of business resilience? There are, there are major classes of insurance because the classes of business. So we have the motor account, you have fire, you have accident, you have marine, you have uh, aviation, you have engineering, you have agric, you have even oil and gas. These are Very major important. classes of business. Within these major blocks, you have types, the various types of insurances. Okay. So if you have, if you take motor, for example, we have different types of motor insurances. We have those for share riding vehicles. Yeah. You have those for commercial so vehicles. The vehicles that yes. you, you open an app and order yes, a ride yes, for. Yes. Right. And then you have uh, um, insurances for individuals who use their car to and from work, to chair to the market, to visit, that kind of thing. Okay. You have vehicles that are used for cutting goods, oh. all right, and all of that. Uh, vehicles that are used to move um, uh, items maybe within the factory okay. space, special type vehicles and so on. So within this moto account you have various types of moto policies. When you come to fire also, the fire account also have various types of policies. You have the fire commercial policy for example, you have the assets or risk policy for example, you have the home insurance. Okay, okay all of these are uh, some of the types of fire insurances that you have and, and so on and so forth for all the various classes of okay. business. So that also means that depending on the industry within which you operate, yes. your fire insurance could be different yes. or you may even fall within a different bracket of insurance altogether. Yes. Yes. Okay, so now let's, let's just take an example. Assuming you, you have a, a supermarket, that's your business. Mm -hmm. You sell anything from consumable food product, products to you know, the fast-moving consumer goods to cleaning uh, agents for your home, uh, maybe trash bags, all the things you can imagine, general use, you know, stuff, cosmetics in your supermarket. You have freezers, you have fridges, yes. you have your till Indeed. and everything, you have your, your lighting, yeah. all that. Right. You know, so for a business like that, what kind of insurance typically would you be looking at? So for a business like this, um, you are exposed to fire, earthquake, flood, and so on. Uh, for the property, that's uh, the building itself, the structure, and then the contents. Mm -hmm. The contents are also, in addition to the flood, fire, and all of that, they are also exposed to pilfering, being mm -hmm. a supermarket, mm -hmm. or where people can actually break in mm -hmm. and take some of the goods away. So the shoplifting yes, is there, yes. as you call it, but then there's also yes. people breaking in. Breaking in. To, to steal. And then also, you have customers coming in to pay for, for what they buy. So some will use uh, non-cash means, right. others will use cash. Right. This money, cash, which is on your premises whilst you are doing business, is exposed because an arm robber can walk in and then at gunpoint take all the money, the one near the cashier's desk or even money in the safe, right. all right? When these monies have been collected, they are moved to the bank. So whilst you take money to the bank, on routes from your premises, it is exposed. Anything can happen. Somebody, a notorious individual can cross you and say, give me what you have on you and all of that. So these are the exposures you have. Based on that, then you can take the insurance policies that you need to take to safeguard your business. When it comes to the money aspect, 
um, we have money insurance. So it money takes insurance. care of money whilst on the premises, money in the safe, money in transit okay. to the bank or from the bank. Okay. Now, also related to money has to do with uh, your employee, which may be the accountant or the whoever who handles the money, okay. either the cashier or the accountant. These people can embezzle funds. Of so you can take insurance to cover that. We have that as the fidelity guarantee policy. The fidelity guarantee, guarantee policy. policy. Yes. Okay. It will cover uh, instances like that, like this where money is embezzled all right, by somebody who typically handles the money. Right. Right. But of course, you need to be able to prove something like that of course. to get the reimbursement. Yes, in, in insurance, it always has to do with proof. It's not just mere say. You don't just approach an insurance and say, oh, uh, this is the loss I've experienced. No, you have to prove it, all right? It always has to be proven. So I have a question right. then. How do we prove some of these things? Because there, there are situations where people do have the insurance, but they forget that at every point in time, they should be racking up the proof in case something like that happens. So what kind of proof do you look for as an insurance broker? You know, somebody comes to you, this is what happened to me. You can't just use your mouth. What kind of proof are you looking so typically, for? Typically, let's say for the fidelity guarantee, for example, it will come from an audit right. that the company will do and say that because of ABCD, that based on the audit that has been done, it has come up that a certain amount cannot be accounted for. Okay. And then you do investigations. Once it has to do with money being stolen or money that can be can that cannot be a, accounted for you have to report it to the police okay. that kind okay. of thing yes yeah. so mm -hmm. we'll look at all of that we may have to submit documents when it comes to the claims processing right. to validate uh, or to ensure that you have substantiated your claim mm -hmm. now when it comes to the case of fire insurance for right. example and um, i mean you can talk of the extreme cases of arson where somebody would deliberately come and set fire to your premises you lose or it's an accident does it matter one or the other uh, you know and does that lead to your ability to make a claim all right so where you set your own property on fire that is excluded by mm -hmm. insurance but if somebody else does, then it is covered. Okay. So un under the typical fire policy, you have other perils which are mm. covered, all right? Uh, like the fire commercial policy. The fire commercial policy is a sister, if I should put it that okay. way, to the assets or risk. Okay. The only difference is that with the fire commercial, the perils are named. Okay. So you know that I have flat cover, I have impact, I have route and strike, I have civil commotion, I have um, um, wind, uh, windstorm, earthquake, and all of those things. Okay. For the assets or risk, we only tell you what we are not covering. So okay. once we say we are not covering A, B, C, D, any other thing that we don't exclude is covered, covered. automatically. Okay. Yes. Okay. Wonderful. I'm speaking to Michael Tulabi. He's Assistant General Manager, Broker-Led Distribution for Enterprise Insurance. And of course, Enterprise Insurance celebrating 100 years of existence. And they're doing so many things, which I'm sure you'll be hearing about more on City FM and City TV. We're also sponsored by Hallmark Freight and Logistics Company, Ghana Limited. Let's go for a break here from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Welcome back. This is still the Effective Living series here on 97.3 City FM and on City TV. My name is Apioko. My guest today is Mr. Michael Otulabi. 
He's the Assistant General Manager, Broker-Led Distribution at Enterprise Insurance. And of course, Enterprise Insurance is one of our two sponsors for the Effective Living Series 2024. And they're reminding you that we're celebrating our legacy of 100 years and securing your future. All right. We also have Hallmark Freight and Logistics Company, Ghana Limited, on the show. And we're very grateful for their support. Now, Michael, we've been speaking about managing risk for organizational resilience and specifically where insurance is concerned. Because you can talk about everything else. Yeah. If you haven't insured your nice policies and everything you put in place in your business, be it a small scale business, medium scale or large scale, then when the issues come, you, like we've already said, you can't go and use your face and your mouth to go and, <laughs> and make a claim with an insurance <laughs> company. Okay, so let's move on to something else which is very important, which a lot of the time we probably don't pay attention to when it comes to insurance, okay? Workmen's compensation and public liability insurance. Okay. What is that? All right, before I go on to that, uh, another type of insurance policy that is closely related to fire insurance is what we call the business interruption insurance. Business interruption. interruption. So okay. as a result of the fire, your premise, you can't yeah. use your premises for a while. Uh, it prevents you from doing your business and therefore for the supermarket you cited. Yes. It means customers cannot come in to buy as they should. Yeah. So you are going to lose income. Okay, That can be insured also in insurance. So it means that depending on how extensively you speak to your insurance provider yes. or your broker, or you can actually get the most out of yes. your insurance yes. policy yes. Or, or a series of policies yes. or a package of policies. Right. Hey, people, right. we have work to do. <laughs> yeah, so typically, the insurance brokers and agents or we, the insurance guy, we, we have the expertise to be able right. to advise you. So coming on to workmen insurance, so workmen compensation insurance or compensation for employees, uh, is guaranteed by law under the Workmen Compensation Act 1987. So as an employee works for you, if a person gets injured mm. accidentally or acquires a certain disease related to the job, you must, you are obligated to compensate the employee. So that's where the Workmen Compensation comes in. So you have different types of employees. You have your casual contract permanent yeah. you have those if it's a factory those on the factory floor exactly. doing actually the manual work working with machines mm -hmm. they can easily get hurt so not typically this is type of policy comes in for them okay you also have uh, the accountants the salespeople, and the like um, we have a closely related policy called the group personal accident insurance okay also for employees but more suitable for those who do administrative work. Okay. That is those who are not involved in, in, in the manual hardware, using machines, yes, that, that kind of thing. Okay. So that for the workman compensation policy, you are using a machine, your hand can get chopped off, mm -hmm. your finger, that anything can happen to you. So, and normally the compensation for them is specified in the law. So based on the type of injury, uh, if you lose one phalange of your finger there's a certain table okay. we call it the third schedule that will be used normally the doctor will assess you mm. and then based on that we know that okay you lost a full finger or part of a finger you lost an eye or you lost a, your full hand or just a part of it or a portion of your leg mm. or including your tie that kind of okay every injury comes with a certain measurement which is used in calculating 
the compensation. Okay. Because the workman compensation insurance is tied to the law, the compensation is actually computed by the labor office, hmm. a government agency. Government it not, agency. It's not really in the hands of the insurance company. Right. So they take in the law, they take the law, use the law, and then do the calculation and say, insurance company A, if once this person is injured, they can take the document, which is the computation from the labor office, to the insurance company. Okay. Typically, the law does not say you should take insurance. The law mm -hmm. says you should compensate. Right. So you decide Whether you want you to use it. insurance mm -hmm. or you want to set aside some mm -hmm. funds for mm -hmm. that. But we all know that setting aside funds, you never know the level Anything of injury. Happen. Yes, what you've set, uh, what you've put away might not be enough to compensate in, in when the injury occurs. So it's better to take insurance and you know that you are insured, you are taken care of. So for, the, for even these workers, that's what we call even to and from work, because the contract of employment is in pursuance it's in pursuance of a contract of employment. Okay. So somebody, for example, has to move from one place to the other. These are extensions okay. you can do under the workman compensation, where I say, I want to also take care of my employees while they move from the workplace to home or from home to the workplace. Okay. For the group personal accident, like I said, more suitable for administrative staff, that is a 24-hour cover. It has no geographical limits. Mm. So if your, your, your MD or your finance manager travels outside the country, even for work, they are, and they suffer any injury, or even for holidays, and they suffer any injury, they can be compensated Recovered. under the group personal accident Recovered. insurance. Hmm. It's, it's very interesting. And, right. and I like what you said. And I want us to just harp on that a little bit about the fact that the law doesn't tell you to go and take insurance yes. when it comes to the workman's compensation, yes. right? But you have to compensate. Yes. That's what the law yes. says yes. in the event that something unfortunate happens with your workers. Yes. Now, as to whether the money, you're going to take it right from the company's coffers right. or you'd have taken insurance, to paid the premiums over time. Yeah. So more or less investing towards a situation like that so that right. you don't necessarily just have to go and pull take, money yes, that yes, you are going yes. to use, use for an operational yeah. cost, yeah. right? So insurance always comes back to save you, really, if, really. You, you, if you do it well and you make sure that yes. you have so it. So the funds that you have, you can plow it into your business, scale out the business, make more profit whilst you take insurance right. and pay just a fraction of, of the value of the uh, uh, level of cover you want for your employees. Wonderful. We're running out of time, but we need to touch on motor insurance right. because it is a big, big one, and it affects everyone, regardless of whether you are you know, a business owner or not. Right. But of course, if you're, you own a business and you have a fleet of cars, I imagine that the perils associated with your motor insurance would be different than what if you're a regular person moving to and fro. So right. let's talk about that. Okay. Okay. Here again, before I go to Moto, just a little bit about the public liability okay. insurance. It is insurance for third parties, whereas workmen compensation or group personal accident is for your employees. The public liability insurance is for third parties, so okay. visitors, clients who come to your premises so to do business. So I can't come to visit City yes, FM and yes. City TV. If I slip and fall down and break uh, my hand, it, you uh, must. God forbid. You, God forbid, <laughs> indeed. You are under obligation. You owe me a duty of care once I'm on your premises. So if I get injured, you must, I can literally sue, sue you for that. Right. For that, you take the public liability insurance. So any injury, a visitor or a customer who comes to your premises suffers, or any damage 
to their, for example, I drive in with my car, whilst we're here, something happens to my car whilst I'm here. You, are, you owe me that duty of care, so you can right. take care of that. So right. that's where the public liability comes in. For motor insurance, in fact, it is the most common type mm -hmm. of insurance you have around, principally because it is also compulsory. It is backed by law. You must have insurance for your vehicle. You cannot drive. In fact, it is an offense to drive your car without insurance. Is there a reason why the police will arrest you yes. if you don't have that? Yes. You may have your roadworthy certificate, yes. everything, but if you don't have your insurance, motor insurance, yes. they will arrest you. You, 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 you are committing an offense. Mm -hmm. For motor insurance, we have three main types. We have the basic one, which is the third-party insurance. The, typically, like I described in the, in, in, by describing insurance, the insurance company is the first party, the client is the second party. Any, anybody outside the contract is the third party. So if I run into, if I'm driving and I run into a pedestrian, I must compensate mm. the pedestrian. And the third party motor insurance will do that for me. Okay. If I run into somebody's kiosk by the roadside, I need to compensate the person or somebody's wall or uh, an electric pole or anything. Once I cause damage also, I owe, I need to compensate the person. And the third party insurance will do that for okay. me. Now we have the third party fire and theft. Okay. So in addition to the third party cover, you also have fire. When the car catches fire or the car gets burnt or when part or portions of the vehicle is stolen oh. or the entire vehicle is stolen, that's a theft. So in addition to the third party, you have fire cover and then also theft cover. Then the third one is what we call the comprehensive insurance. Mm -hmm. So the comprehensive insurance is a build-up. So it, it has the third party cover, it has the fire, it has the theft, and then now it has accidental damage. That is damage to the car accidentally is covered. That's a, a comprehensive insurance. Okay. For the third party fire and theft and then the comprehensive insurance, you must always give a value to the insurance company based on which the premium will be charged. At Enterprise Insurance, we have been innovative in coming up with solutions, with add-ons for the basic types of cover as I've described. So we have the third party amplified. Third party amplified. Amplified, yes. It hasn't <laughs> got, as a basic cover, but it has some cover for damage to your windscreen damage to your side mirrors and then minor scratches to the vehicle this mm -hmm. is typically these are typically not covered under the third party right. basic third party cover when it comes to so the now when the when the motor riders come and yes, yes, hit your mirror your mirror hit side your, screen once you have third bumper. party once you have third party it's not covered <laughs> but we have said these are things that happen so often mm -hmm. so so to realize some benefit from your policy just top it up a bit with some more premium and then you can get these cover these covers also now when it comes to the comprehensive insurance it doesn't cover things like misfueling so you go to a filling station instead of petrol they put in diesel mm. it can damage your engine we have come up with a solution we call the comp extra which provides which provides cover for scenarios like these okay typically also for comprehensive insurance it doesn't cover loss of use loss of use is your vehicle is involved in an accident. You cannot use it for a week, two weeks, one month, and you have to check. So you have to pick either a trotter or taxi or a share riding mm. vehicle and use. You are, you are, you are spending money Absolutely. because you cannot use your car as a result of an accident. For that, we call, that is what we call the loss of use. Okay. We have come up with an additional cover 
to ensure that you are you are taken care of because ordinarily that money would have come from your pocket it's more exactly. more expenses for you but we are we we want to we want to understand your situation and provide something that is good and and to to make sure that you don't waste money as it were so we reimburse you for that under the comprehensive insurance also under the comprehensive insurance for share riding we have an additional personal accident cover for the passengers within the vehicle so these are innovations that enterprise has brought huh interesting conversation I, I mean i wish Indeed. it didn't have to end because um I just feel like there's a lot that people don't know mm. when it comes to insurance, even beyond the business side of things. You've said things that can help someone who is not necessarily a business owner or a manager or leader within the business framework. But I've been speaking to Mr. Michael Otulabi, and we've been talking a lot about insurance. Our topic today is managing business risk for organizational resilience. And Mr. Labby is the Assistant General Manager for Broker-Led Distribution at Enterprise Insurance, who of course are one of our sponsors for the Effective Living Series 2024. My name is Apioko. You've been listening to the Effective Living Series on 97.3 City FM, and you've been watching us on City TV. Now, this week, we're talking about business and organizational resilience. And today, we've taken you to the conversation of insurance, managing business risk for organizational resilience. And don't forget that the Effective Living Series 2024 is sponsored by Enterprise Insurance at 100. And a very big thank you, of course, to Hallmark Freight and Logistics Company, Ghana Limited. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Another morning, another insightful conversation. We are still in the week where we are talking about business and organization. So today, managing business risk for organizational resilience. Your guest was Michael Otu Labi, Assistant General Manager, Broker-Led Distribution at Enterprise Insurance. He was talking to Apioko. All of that part of our Effective Living Series 2024. An Effective Living Series 2024 is powered by City FM and City TV and proudly sponsored by Enterprise Insurance at 100. Securing our legacy, securing your Celebrating our legacy, securing your future in Hallmark Freight and Logistics Ghana Limited. We're about wrapping it up on the City Breakfast Show. But one quick announcement. The Royal Aroma or BRBDB promo is back with the bank. You can win great, great prizes in the promo. All you have to do is get your Royal Aroma bag, open it and check the coupon to win instantly. This is a guaranteed win with every bag you buy. T's and C's apply. That's how we end uh, today's edition of the City Breakfast Show. My name is Nathan Carbon and I've anchored the show. Caleb Kuda, Prejabano produced the show. And Richard Della Sky and myself were all here. Godfrey Dudum was on technical.